BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Tony Dunn, and nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast. Boo! <laughs> Happy Halloween, folks. Trick or trade. Trick or trade, man. Good Lord. It's Halloween. The trade deadline has passed, and the Carolina Panthers were inactive in that moment. My name's Tony Dunn. This is C3 Panthers Podcast, brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com, where every Tuesday night we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. Tonight is a special night because it's Halloween, and we get to raid our kids candy stashes oh yeah my name's tony dunn and i'm here with my wheel man as always cody lack what's my what's good brother oh man listen it's uh, uh another halloween night all hollows eve and the scariest thing that could have possibly happened happened and that is nothing at all the carolina panthers and scott fitter decided no you know what we don't want to add to our draft capital for next season. Uh, and you know what? We don't want to go out and get another wide receiver for Bryce Young. We would like to do absolutely nothing. And tonight we're going to talk about, was that on purpose? Is it just because the NFL as a whole doesn't value the talent on the Carolina Panthers very highly? We're going to have more conversations around that Kim Kwanu and the struggles at left tackle. Fitterer's job security, Tony Dunn, there's nowhere I'd rather be on a Tuesday night, all Hallows Eve, than chilling with my boys. Man, and we have the best damn Panther fans in all of YouTube. I'm talking Panther Pickle, my guy Drew, Anthony in the building, C3D's ill skills. What's up, Brand Ambassador? Chris Steele, Harvey Lundgren. London, Michael Weidrick, what's up? And by the way, Michael Weidrick, his grandmother uh, went from stage four to stage three uh, cancer. So let's take it to stage two, to folks. Yeah, let's keep, in, keep on getting it down, Michael. Strats, Muscles, Marinara, Pison, Patty Grime, Tim Estes, and Underground West. Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. 
Let's roll. Trick or treat. Smell my feet. Fitter is on the hot seat, according to Mr. Strats. But before we get into uh, the trades that are going around the league and when you see some of these big names going for low prices, where the Carolina Panthers did they need to be sellers? Was there any opportunity to buy? And some old names, some familiar names like Rasul Douglas on the move, who has been remarkably good. That's one guy. Going back to, we need to have that conversation as the Panthers probably should have kept him. He has been playing well ever since he went to Green Bay. He played well when he was in Carolina. He would have been a nice uh, compliment, I think, to this group of injured players because he has been available. But before we get into that, I'm going to ask CK the most important question for right now is, what's your favorite candy to raid out of your kid's candy sack? This is such an easy uh, answer. Um, and it's Reese's peanut butter cups and it's because my son has a peanut allergy. So okay. and they're the greatest listen, candy ever. Yeah. So I've, <laughs> you know, kid, listen, can't I, ever have a Reese's poor cup. guy, poor, poor soul. And so, so sad for me and the wife, um, <laughs> that we have to find a way to eat all of these Reese's. Um, you know, speaking of still in our kids, I've got an airhead ready for the yep. show tonight. I got like a nice little nerds Got those. But I got the Whoppers as well. So all things that I was called in high school. Let's go. Right, uh, what's your candy of choice uh, on this All Hallows Eve, Cody? Oh man, you know what? I'm one of those weirdos who I'll enjoy a Mr. Good Bar sometimes, though. Oh, good old chocolate peanut butter, oh, dude, peanuts, peanuts that. and chocolate. You know what? Yeah. Co- uh, CK, go ahead and treat yourself to all the Mr. Good Ear bars in there yeah. because yeah. they got peanuts in there. <laughs> um, for me. I like uh, all candy uh, <laughs> around the Halloween time. I really don't have a crazy sweet tooth, but Same. there is something it funny, is. something fun, fun to the minute, like the fun size stuff where you can yeah. pop it and it's like sweet treat. Um, I like to go. I love Skittles. Love some Skittles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, chocolate on the chocolate side. I mean, you can't beat the Reese's. But uh, you like also, the uh, you like the sour skittles? Love them, love yeah, them, so love they're them. So I the only skittles I don't. I mean, I still like them, but I don't just go crazy for them. Are the berry ones? I like the original a lot, and this is a good old time tale favorite. Starburst, baby. Starburst is great candy. Great candy, man. If I'm gonna eat candy. I want chocolate. Yeah. Like I want something rich and decadent. You got you something. Know? Sometimes simple guy, is dude. good. Crunch bar is like the yeah, one that nobody cool. likes, but still always good. Um, so look, candy oh, you ever fun. heard of uh, Andes? They're like they're, they're uh-huh. honestly they're like they're like an older people's chocolate. It's like your grandma and grandpa's chocolate, but they have these mint chocolate Andes oh, bars. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're great. Yeah. Oh, dude, those are my favorite. Those are incredible. Put them in the fridge for a little bit. Let them get kind of cool. <laughs> Pop that son bitch in your mouth. Mm, my son, my bastard son. He uh, said, "Good he, bar he, is the name I give my." He's a know, dumbass. He, he <laughs> I like uh, the Three Musketeers too, Michael Weidrick. Um, so look, as a fan of tapping into the kids' candy bag, man, it's like the reward being a parent. Is taxing the taxes, but let's get yeah. into this show. The number is 258 5098. Today was the NFL trade, died, trade deadline. 
And there was some fireworks going along around the league from Chase Young going to the 49ers where the rich get richer. Steve Wilkes supposedly going from the greatest coach that we lost ever to a guy who might lose his job as defensive coordinator right now yeah. or have his duties regulated or reduced. And uh, let's see, some uh, some movement, uh, not terribly. I don't know if there was any other. Uh, the commanders are unloading. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think this is that the Carolina Panthers decided to stand pat. And let's go ahead and jump in. Don't forget the numbers 252-228-5098. Smash the thumbs up button. And uh, reminder, show brought to you by CalderaLab.com slash C3. Caldera Labs is a twice-a-day skin regiment for men that helps you um, rejuvenate your look. Your, it's a facelift without having to go get it surgically. What you do is you use this stuff twice a day, cleanser, lotion. At night, you put the serum on. They got an eye cream, too. And uh, immediately, I could tell a difference. Healthier skin, younger skin, tighter skin. And for a guy who's going to turn 42 next week, I got to start working. I'm working on this dad bod continuing. Guys, so calderalab.com slash C3 is the way to go. If you want to invest in yourself, your appearance, and continue to stay looking good, looking fresh, like uh, we hope the Carolina Panthers continue to look fresh after their first W, go to calderalab.com slash C3 for use that slash C3, get 20% off your for, first order. Um, guys, I think I'm, you know, they say, uh, speaking of uh, Michael Weidrick, he said that um, his, his, his grandmother, is uh, getting, you know, is showing improvement. Uh, I don't yeah. know the correct words to say from going from four to three, but uh, good news, bad or better than worse news. But November is Cancer Awareness Month. This, uh, speaking of working on our dad bod, I'm going for a big time challenge, guys. Three thousand push-ups in the month of November. Three thousand. Three thousand. So how many does that? How many does that break down? Hundred a day. Hundred a, a day. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> from a that's guy who's never bad. done a push-up. Nah, that's not bad. Hey, do 50 in the morning. Hey, do 50 in the morning. Do like uh, you know, 20. Yeah, you could do lunch. 50 for dinner. You could do 50. I mean 50 for 50. breakfast, 50 for dinner. You could do a couple of snacks. You could do a couple of 25ers, four 25ers. Or, or do like 50 in the morning, 20 in the afternoon, and 30 at night. Yeah, you can do all those things. So working on that, been practicing already. And trying to get stronger like the Carolina Panthers are. But the Carolina Panthers did not get stronger at the trade deadline through draft capital or uh, through acquiring players. This is the headline from Panthers Wire. By the way, Starburst, not the greatest candidate to do while you're doing a podcast. <laughs> Panthers stand pat and make no deals before the trade deadline. Guys, what do you think of the Panthers inactivity today? Go ahead, CK. I don't hate it, dude. We've uh, we've been a pretty active team since Federer took over, and our team hasn't been better. Honestly, felt like it's gotten worse in a lot of ways. Um, I am perfectly fine with taking this year, taking what we've got, rolling with it, and moving on. I second that. I think that's a good move, as all the dads have mouths full of candy. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, uh, even going into yesterday, 
I knew that nothing was going to happen. Like I knew that we weren't going to make any moves. Now, was it the real, right move or the wrong move to not? No, make I, I I do think it was the right move because let's be real, the Carolina Panthers were not about to get a first round pick for mm-hmm. any of the players on their team. Uh, even if they got a trade for Brian Burns, it wasn't going to be as much as they got for him last year. So that would have left them with even more egg on their face, and they would have to replace another edge rusher on the football team. So the draft capital thing is kind of minimal. And then number two, like to go and bring a player here, like, yeah, a lot of us wanted to do it, but then at the same time, giving up valuable second and third round picks when you're already lacking for picks, it's just, it's a tough sell, man. And then we're wondering what receivers are worth it. Uh, A lot of people, since the Washington commanders are in the middle of a fire sale, a lot of people wondered, well, why didn't we inquire about uh, Terry McLaurin or Curtis Samuel? Why didn't we try and get something done? I don't want no Curtis and Samuel. On it, I mean, you might not. Why? Because he's, he's hurt all the time right now. Oh, yeah. You mean like un- unavailable? Like he part- he's a part-time oh. player, man. You think Dante Jackson's bad? He's just as bad. Well, I don't know his injury history since he's been in Washington, but. Uh, he's been I mean, unavailable were- a lot. Fans were upset that we didn't do anything before the trade deadline. And listen, everybody was going to have problems with it anyway. I mean, one, you were going to, like, the only name that I think people could have unanimously agreed upon the Panthers going out and trading for was maybe uh, a Devontae Adams. But I don't even think that that was, I don't think that the Panthers were willing to give up enough to get him, and I don't think that the Raiders were going to give him up. So, no, I don't think He's there was so many unhappy. moves. Yeah. What a and terrible – did you see that pass that just um, – you know, everybody who had him in prize picks last night, I think he had to get 62 yards or something, and uh, he could have had it on that one play. They Man, look, as Grapple had three completions at halftime. Three completions. He was three for eight at halftime. And uh, he missed a wide open Devontae Adams on a 60 yard pass that would have gone to the house. And that would have covered everything right there for Devontae Adams. He was furious. Yeah. He's furious. Um, he was let's go a to, couple times last night. Let's go to Mike K, who has been covering the Carolina Panthers for the Charlotte Observer. I am a Charlotte Observer subscriber. C3 is. And uh, you should consider helping your local newspaper as well. Mike K says the annual trade deadline has passed. The Panthers have apparently stayed static. Wise to not trade future cost controlled assets for aging or short, short, short term rental players. But unfortunately, they couldn't add to their draft nest egg in 2024. You know, for me, is this is a lot of the names that are out there and are exciting are guys who are going to be up for contract. Right. And. Look, we can't even get a deal done with the guy on our team who's going to be up for a contract, and that really seems to be important to kind of the future of the Carolina Panthers and Brian Burns. So going out is it, man, boy, does it look sexy to say, good Lord, we could have gotten Chase Young for a third. Yeah. Um, I wonder why that, why would that not have been, uh, wouldn't, if, if you're the commanders, are you not reaching out to the Panthers who have probably a better value at third round? Like we're like, you would want to trade him. If you were going to get a third round, wouldn't you want to get it from the Panthers as opposed to the 49ers? 
Yeah, I don't think the Panthers should be or want to be interested in a player or a third rounder. Well, you would have to say this is that you were going to have you were going to sign him like because it would only be it would be a third rounder for seven, what, nine games if you don't sign him. So maybe you could sign and tag. You could do something like that and you sign Brian Burns, tag him. That's a lot of money on those guys. I think you have to be very confident that if you were going to go get a player who is up for a deal, that you are committed to making that guy um, a part of the team. And, I mean, look at what the Bears did. They traded for Montez Sweat. And the question is, look, is these guys are out of the running. Uh, what are they going to do? If they let them walk, like, why'd you do it? Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be the thing with, with the Carolina Panthers and getting some guys that are like a Jerry Judy, that are like a um, Chase Young. These players that are in that fourth or fifth year um, that you need to do, that you're going to have to make a decision with. And with Chase Young, yeah, you that's a really dangerous it's, – it's perfect for the 49ers. You can't beat yeah. it for the 49ers because these guys have the opportunity to be a Super Bowl team. They also um, – so they could use him as a rental if they lose him. They're forecasted to get a compensatory pick that's in the in the range of what they off what they gave up for him. But the Carolina Panthers, if we were going to give up a third and you don't commit the money to him, you just lose a third. Yeah, and you just made some movement to make some movement. Now this is where I think there was one move out there that could have made sense for the Carolina Panthers, and I do think it is. This is Mike Michael Rimmer. And he says, Panthers, me, and for you guys just listening on the audio podcast, it's a, it's like in a band room, <laughs> and this yeah. person is up against the wall, and this other person's got a tuba, and it's up to their face. And it says, trade for Devontae Adams. The girl with her head in the tuba is, is Panthers, and the person blasting that tuba, tuba. Says, <laughs> says, me. I think Devontae Adams, regardless of the cost, would have been good for the Carolina Panthers. And this is why. Uh, one, you need a receiver. You got to get some weapons for for Bryce Young. We've seen, we've seen it, right? We've seen that there is, that this, look, DJ Chark is not it. Uh, Terrace Marshall Jr., forget it. Uh, Adam Thielen looks like the best player we've had in a freaking decade, not a decade, but a long time. And I don't think it's only because of Adam Thielen. I think a part of it is because there's nobody else, too, on this right. team. It's that a is- lot more than just a part of it. It is 98% of the reason. <laughs> he has played well, though. He has played oh, well, so I don't want to take it away. He hasn't dropped That's a single like, Then two of those things can be true. Adam Thielen is playing out of his mind, and he's also being force-fed out of a lack of other options around him. Mm-hmm. You know, both of those things are true. 100%. And, um, yeah, I mean, also Tony, it would have been full circle. Uh, there's that oh. now famous. There's that now famous clip of Devontae Adams saying he thought sure he was coming to Carolina, and instead uh, the Panthers decided to draft oh, Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin. Benjamin. God, what a what a mistake! All right, so here's why I think this make could have made sense for the Carolina Panthers. Regardless, even if you gave up your second second round pick, right? Uh, first of all, is the second round pick in your mind too much for Devontae Adams. Yeah. I mean, considering no. it's, the, it's the first pick in the second round. How old is Devontae Adams? By he's the older. Way? I think he's like 31. Isn't that when we drafted Kelvin? Is that what we said? Yeah. 
So that would have been 2015. Let me look up his age. Uh, it would have been 2014. Yeah. 14. Yeah. So he's got to be at least 32, 33. He, uh, he's 30. I mean, he's going to be he's going to be 31 in December. Here, listen. This is why I think it's a good move. For second. Really, a second and a third, a second and a fifth, something like that. Maybe not in the same year or something like that. Um, one of the things is is that going and and trying to address your a uh, lack of offensive weapons in next year's draft. The idea that you're going to get a guy who's going to come in and right away be a polished contributor player is is too far of a reach. It's too it's two rose colored glasses. So even if you if you used your 33rd or 32nd or 33rd pick on a wide receiver, he's not a top 10 wide receiver. He's not going to be a guy all of a sudden unless you just hit it out of the park with some crazy diamond in the rough. Right. Diamond in the rough. This year in the second round drafting right. a wide receiver. Right. And the other thing is is this is that when you bring in Devontae Adams, you bring in a cost controlled asset and right. Devonte Adams first it would saddle and this is probably why Las Vegas is hesitant in trading him away it's because they're gonna get stuck with a ton of dead money right right because that that guaranteed money which he just signed a big contract in the past year or two with the Raiders is that that big that guaranteed money stays with them but yeah, you would get a very high price receiver, right? You would get him in the in the heavy years of his contract. It would be expensive. But you would know exactly what that cost is. You would know you would have a proven asset at a understood cost. And you're looking at him to give you two to three years of high end play. Right? right. If you could get two years of high end play and a third, it would be a bonus. And then you could bring guys along in that process. You could acquire some draft assets. You could, I mean, not draft. You can acquire some guys through the draft. But you would have a guy that isn't just a guy, just a pretty good guy. Not a guy that you're banking on that could be good, that could play better in a better system, i.e. DJ Chark or something like that. You got a guy who is the best in the business. And the only reason that we don't think of him as the best in the business right now is because he's wasting away on a team that has no quarterback too. So I think this is what you could have done is that by bringing in Devontae Adams, it would have then allowed you through the draft and through free agency to target some very specific needs, offensive line, defense. But now what are you going to do in free agency? You're going to try to get a wide receiver in free agency. You're going to try to get a wide uh, def defense in free agency. You're going to try to get, uh, you're going to try to get uh, whatever else you need in free agency. You want to take a in the draft. You're going to like you have to hit on everything. This yeah. is a asset that has value already. So I think this would have been, I would have given a second and a fifth for Devonte Adams. Yeah, it's just hard to reload when you don't have a first and second round pick and you right. need offensive linemen and you need linebackers and you need corners. Um, so you can go ahead and get your uh, thought out. Then uh, I got a job for you. Yeah. Um, listen, I think that would have been a, an amazing pairing. Um, the question becomes, I'm pretty sure he has a no trade clause, right? And so he has to waive his no trade clause for uh, a, a team that would that he would want to go to. Um, and so 
do you look at the Panthers as a place that you would want to uh, potentially spend your last years with? And I have a hard time thinking that that would be the case for him. Um, however, the other aspect of this is if I am Adams, um, I'm looking at Bryce Young and his completion percentage. The fact that uh, Adams isn't a burner anymore, right? He's not going down. He's He, he is a precision route runner. Um, and he's able to catch pretty much anything thrown his way, except for last night he had a major drop that was ridiculously bad. But um, you know, it's the the dude is 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 really good, and so we got to we got to. I could see him wanting to come and play for Bryce with Bryce because I think Bryce offers a tremendous amount of uh, upside for his potential. But I just don't know. I don't know with the rest of this team looking the way that it does if they're he's going to be willing to do so. Yeah, it's not the most ideal destination for him, but right. it's better than Las Vegas. And if you're, you know, I hear you. I think maybe another tough sell, and I don't know if he had a no trade clause in this contract or not. But I think another thing is is uh, one of the rumors were was that DeAndre Hopkins didn't want a rookie quarterback throwing him the football. Maybe Devontae. Would have thought Wait, the same thing. Hold I'm, on. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure. Time out. Time out. Devontae Adams. I meant not Devontae Adams. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins didn't want. Yeah, now has a rookie throwing him the ball. Four touchdowns. Three yeah. touchdowns in a game. Yeah. Three touchdowns yeah. in a game. Right now is that? Yeah. Again, I think if you are DeAndre Hopkins, if you are a player like this, you want to be the guy that gets traded to the San Francisco 49ers. You oh, want to yeah. be the guy that gets traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, but. You could just be the guy who has to get stuck on a team that while the Raiders uh, have more wins than the Carolina Panthers, right? Do they have two? What is the Raiders record? Or they only got one? I think they're three and four. Really? Or, or two and five. They're three or four. They're three and five. Wow. They got three wins. Yeah. They have a head coach that is that may or may not have been involved with the murder of Chico. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they may. Uh, um, they have. Hey, we don't know. Uh, I know that's what Cam Newton thinks, or whatever, whoever it was. But the no, that was uh, uh who was that? That was Chandler Jones. He was the one making. Oh, that's those, right. Uh, it was. It was Chandler yeah, yeah, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so look, is it's not like he's not. Of course, he wants to go to a better team. Uh, I just think this is, you know, man, you could have probably sold it. But, and you know yeah. what, obviously they didn't want to move them. The Carolina no. Panthers weren't there for yeah. it. And Time is coming and gone. Trade deadline's out the window. All right, let's hit these Super Chats, these new members, and bring in Yeah, our, man. Our uh, CK, we got a brand new member. Serenade this man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we have a brand new member of the C3 Superfan Club. We have Josh Dyson. He said, I want to join this club of elite members, elite Panthers fans, people who come to watch C3 just continue to talk and have differing opinions, and that's okay. I want to say welcome to the C3 Superfan Club for $1.99 a month. Hey, and you know what? We also get to welcome in the homie, the stat daddy, the bat daddy, the best beard in all of Panthers podcasting. Bat daddy. I didn't flat iron it. Didn't flat iron. I, it's been just totally free ball this day with the beard. Ooh, so have you? Did you really flat iron it the last? No, time? I do. Yeah. Look, look. Oh, I awesome. take care of my beard. Like, does hey. anybody brush their hair? 
Like yeah. I feel like Duh. I feel like I feel like taking what? care of oh, your hair no is, a, is kind of a yeah. So I have yeah. no hair on my head, so I take care of the hair on my chin. That's all there is to hey. it. If you, you know, have a beard like that, you have to take care of it. Of that's course. a great time, Greg. Of course. Yeah. Greg, that's a great time to remind everybody that the C3 Panthers podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Yes. And uh, who has taken a real step up this Halloween to bring you, bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So the se- so this season, no need to toil and trouble Manscapes. All new Handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring compact design and next-gen Skin safe technology, the handyman was designed to give you a smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween. That is Halloween tonight. By going to manscaped.com and using the promo code Panthers. Go do it. Go do it. We need them to sign up. I need to go contact them about November, December. But don't worry, guys. This company has got products for more than your balls, more than your face. They've got, well, well, your face, but also for you guys. You scraggly, yeah. you're more yeah. scruffy guys. They've got, uh, they have the Beard Hedger. It's a high piece of, a high-tech piece of art in travel size package with a long-lasting battery, universal charger, strong motor, and can get your beard looking fresh and clean like Greg's. This is the company, the product that you want. If you want good stuff, go get it. Use the promo code PANTHERS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the promo code PANTHERS for a look at sweet as candy. Get yourself the handyman hey, from Manscaped. Look, I'm not going to lie. Since I've been like 16, I've been able to grow a beard, a really nice beard. It's like no my jelly. superpower. Um, but until I got the Manscaped stuff, uh, it wasn't as easy as it is right now. Like, I haven't, Peace I haven't printed it for tonight, but if I want to make it look good, the Manscaped stuff works really well. Fantastic. Um, welcome to welcome to have. Glad to have you here, Greg. Happy Halloween. Thanks, What's your man. candy of choice to raid from your kids' candy sack? Gosh. Um. Well, it's gonna go way back, and I'm not gonna see any. But uh, what you call it? And then I if don't I don't get that, it's gotta be Butterfinger. Yeah. Oh, Butterfinger. Get stuck yeah, in your teeth. but but what call it is non-existent now. Like you don't see that. Kids don't love those now. That's an '80s candy that is fantastic. Is it one of uh, those like taffy chocolates or something? No, it's a like a wafer chocolate caramel. Oh, okay. What you call it? Yeah. So, all right, Greg, welcome to the show. We've been yeah, rocking man. and rolling. The Panthers did not make any. They were not buyers or sellers at the trade deadline. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Look, I I think that. There's a lot of moves we need to make on the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, I think the only player we have that's worth a first round pick is Bryce Young. Okay. To be honest with you, like right now, based on the way the year's gone, the only player that we're going to get a first round pick for is Bryce Young. And I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't do it. Well, of course I, I don't, I don't do think that. you're going to get, I mean, unless you can get a top one or two pick, like number one, number two. You're not going to get a better first round pick than Bryce Young. Like, it's not okay. going to happen. But nobody's so going to do he, that. He, That's like ludicrous to even think about. What about oh, Brian it is, Burns? It is. Yeah. I, I think worth a, he, you don't think you can get best. a number one for him? Huh? But you know, Brian Burns, not worth a number one. I don't think so. Not this year. I think that before this year, he might have been, but he's proven this year that he's not that guy. I think he's good, but I would sign Frankie Louvu to a contract for a, with Bryce Young or wow. not Bryce Young, uh, uh, Brian Burns, to be truly honest with you. But no, I, I think that Bryce Young is the best offensive weapon we have right now. He may not be the most elite thing, but he has potential. He's growing every week. 
Um, there's no point in trading anything else other than him, and I would not trade him right now, to be honest with you. Okay, yeah, because so, that would be insane. It would be. Um, um, speaking, go back uh, a slide. Go back a slide. What, to the one more. Yeah, go back, back, back. You're going, but you're going forward now. There we go. <laughs> Let's go to this. Is uh, Greg brings up this is while we were talking about earlier before he got here about Panther acquisitions potentially through the trade, the trade market. One of the things is is that there were no movement away. We didn't get rid of any players, mm. and this is a team that's not very good. Right. So it's not like um, it's not like it's like, oh, my gosh, we can't we can't risk losing this guy because we're he's integral to the long term plan or something like that. Right now, the Panthers plan is a non plan. The Panthers plan is Bryce Young. And the future around him. Yeah. 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 And but the thing is, is this is that. There were no – the Panthers gave up a lot of draft assets to get Bryce Young. Don't have a first-round pick next year. Uh, missing some other picks in the future after that. And Ricky Reigns, our friend, who's been on the show several times, multiple times, Ricky Reigns at Ricky Bobati. He said if the Panthers don't make a move as sellers by the deadline, it says more about how the league values our seemingly available players than it does our willingness to move them. Might not just be much of a market. And outside of Brian Burns, Frankie Louvu, who the hell does anybody want on this team? And I had to be a jerk, Cody. Mm-hmm. I said, what? No second rounder for Chuba Hubbard? Oh, how dare 28 you. yards, bro. You kidding me? Oh, man, you don't want 28 rounder. yards a game? I mean, how about this? Chuba Hubbard straight up for Devontae on his name. Who, who wants to turn that at 28 yards a game? Seriously. Hey, put some respect on his name. He's the only Chuba running back Adam. on our roster worth the damn, baby. That's that's true. I'm not, I'm not yeah, saying I'm wrong true. about that. Yeah, that it's does true. not. But that does not mean he's good. Okay, just because you're the best of he the damn sure people, isn't. I, I tell mean you what, you're smart. He damn sure is running behind this trash offensive line. He damn sure ain't bad. I tell you that. Sure, twenty yards is great. Are you kidding me? I was thrilled. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, the idea is better than Cameron or just pain. I'll tell you that much. Sure. Maybe. Still not good. No, he's not. Um, he's well, not good. He for sure is. Uh, Harvey London says Derek Brown, maybe. Um, and I think no, this is. Don't I think, trade Derek Brown. Nah, I think that's the, the issue is that the Panthers are so devoid of talent in so many spots that really getting rid of any talent on your team right now. Is counterproductive. All right. Derek Brown, you got another year or two with him under contract. Mm-hmm. You pick up his fifth year option. You you really do need to be trying to find out how to lock up Frankie Louvu. Yeah. You need that. Like, I mean, right now we're talking about, and Jeremy Chen's injury, I think, hurt a lot. But I don't even know if he would have commanded a lot. You know, you didn't, you weren't seeing a lot of them. You know, your Panther fans are living off of, what he did in year one and year two, but that's two years in the past now. And yeah. the the film and the tape in the product 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Activity. I just unless a guy, a team is just in complete need of a hybrid linebacker. You know, I mean, teams like this, they went out and got Rasul Douglas. They needed somebody need a corner. Hmm. You know, and they and the Bills. By the way, we have a relationship with the Buffalo Bills. Right, there is a history between Brandon Bean and the Carolina Panthers. If he wanted Dante Jackson, he played with. Uh, I uh, I don't know if he would have. Dante no. might have been after. I think it was their yeah. regime, but still, is that they've been keeping an eye on the Carolina Panthers. If they wanted Dante right. Jackson, we could have made that happen, but they didn't. Right. Um, Look, I'm telling you, I think the absolute best thing to do, and I said this a week and a half, maybe one week, two weeks ago, and I'm still sticking by it, is you build this team. Look, we need to commit to a rebuild. We've been half-assed committing to rebuilds for the last few years, and it's why we're still in right. this a purgatory that we're in. Because, like, we, we can't – we need to just have a few bad years and deal with that. Chuck it out to have a few good years. We need to commit to Bryce Young and Derek Brown and build around those two guys. This is our guy on offense. This is our guy on defense. For the next three years, we're going to build around them. If that's the plan, that's what we want to do, I'm totally fine with that. Because you have two solid guys at their position that you can build around. But you have to stick to that plan. We haven't done that. Like, David Tepper has been trying to half-ass it and been trying to build a backdoor into everything he's doing, and the backdoor doesn't work. You, If you're, gonna, if you're going to rebuild, you've got to go 100% rebuild. Right. Not half-ass. Well, it's hard to do not, that not, with not, no not, draft picks. Yeah. Look, man, I'm telling you, we can do this. We've just got to commit to it and do it. You okay. know, I don't know if it's that. I mean, that sounds wise. How do who, who what's kind of Halloween costumes Greg got on? Mr. Optimism here? No, I'm uh, where, where's Mjolnir? It's over there. I'm worthy. Let me go grab my Mjolnir. Actually, I'm part of the <laughs> yeah. Green Lantern Corps. There you go. Okay, but I'm but I'm in the I got the polo shirt. We got on. an imposter. We got Greg. Got we got a good on, mood, so Greg. Green Lantern uh, corporate. So I'm yeah, there you go. Good mood, Greg. Hey, right, let's hit these <laughs> uh, new members, these super chats up, and then take us into some cat calls, Cody. Yeah, man, we got some uh, super chats. 
uh, from a couple of assholes, dude. You know, uh, White Chocolate Decaf says, uh, thanks, Cody, for the free W in fantasy next week. <laughs> Cody, I was pulling uh, for you this week, man. Uh, I was, dude. I was pulling for I, you I so know, bad. Dude, I was so close, man. Like, I, don't even, <laughs> I don't know what I got to fucking do. Like, I had one of the best days I probably could, and it still didn't get a W. Uh, the next man up is a guy who uh, Miranda Cosgrove doesn't know exists at all. Uh, C3 Anthony says Panthers won a game before Cody and Dynasty. Uh, <laughs> y'all are a bunch of assholes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Anthony again says, Keep everyone fire fit and help Bryce simple. And uh, CK, we got one more for you, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Welcome once again, another member of the C3 Super Fan Club, Steven Bailey. Welcome in, my friend. Hey. The C3 Super Fan Club for just $1.99 continues to grow this community and give us opportunities uh, to share uh, back with you guys. Not only do you get uh, the cool tag in the chat that says, hey, I love this. I love being part of this community. But you also um, you get the cool emojis. But more importantly, uh, we give you some cool opportunities, whether that is early access to the film rooms or great time for these members to jump in right now because they have an opportunity with just one one touchdown. We're one touchdown away from picking and selecting someone out of the C3 Superfan to get a Jonathan Mango jersey. The Mega Mango card is pretty dang getting full these days. Now, my question to you guys is, did we cut? Did we get anything? Did we have a fumble recovery in this game? We did. Oh, okay. Let's mm-hmm. see. We did. Yeah, that was the Dante Jackson punch mm-hmm. out. Okay, so we got to do this. Let me do it. Oh, wrong copy. Copy that. All right, so we got a fumble. Oh, well, guess what? You're never going to get... 100 yard rush. You have a better chance of getting a win on the road. Well, you know I, what? I want hey, to have a better chance of Horn no, getting an interception. <laughs> Do you have a better chance of JC Horn getting an interception this season or a 100 yard rusher for the Carolina Panthers? Oh, I got go Tuba. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, 100 yard rusher game, is the one play. Yeah, you, know, you get one play for sixty yards, and you've got a hundred yards a game. But guess what? We haven't done. You're right. That. You're right. Um, We've right. also How not. About this? How are we? Uh, look, the jersey has got better odds of Mingo getting a touchdown or a hundred yard rusher. Mingo touchdown. I think it's yeah. almost fitting for a Mingo jersey to be given away. The final point is a Mingo first. Yeah, I mean that down. is you I can't you can't draw fit, it up yeah. better than that, can you? Greg? How funny would it yeah, be no. if we got five different uh, five in a rows in the same game? Let's say we got a hundred yard rusher, a win versus the Saints, and a Jonathan Mingo <laughs> touchdown. We would have like six of these Holy like cow. rows yeah. taken care of. That'd be crazy. We're giving away three jerseys off. then. Oh, if and then if you happens, get a horn interception too, away. that's four. I will uh, give away. We'll do three jerseys if that happens. uh, And I also got some news, boys. Gosh, you're right, CK. We might have to give away four jerseys. If that happens in one game, I'll do four jerseys. I will. 
I, if that word. happens, if if Mingo gets a touchdown in the Saints game and we have a hundred yard rusher, we're talking. And Horn gets an interception. Well, yeah, but that wouldn't make a full row. That would if it that would if you get a hundred yard rusher. No, it wouldn't. If you oh, get a hundred yard rusher, would. it sure would. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, well then, there. all right. I will. I will commit to five Jonathan Mango <laughs> if that happens. But it has to happen all in that game. Oh boy! So That's when do we play New Orleans? Yeah, when do we That's play? That's the question because it's got to uh, happen that game. So y'all right? figure out when we play New Orleans. I'm going to thank my man, Mister Strats, for the ten gifted memberships. Man, nice, big time. We appreciate you, brother. Man, the ten brand new memberships. In the chat, that's big time stretch. We appreciate that's you, a, brother. one of the greatest gifts you can get. He just gave 10 people a chance the opportunity, yeah, to win a Jonathan Mango jersey. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm. that's crazy. That is insane. Way to go, Mr. Strats. Cool when guy. is that Saints game? Does anybody know? Chat, uh, when's the Saints game? All right, let's go back. Uh, let's get through. The show we got a lot of stuff to cover. We get we got prize picks coming up. Don't forget, Tony, big winner, big winner in prize picks. Could have been bigger if Minshew had a little bit more magic and uh, um, some other things. Yeah, this is crazy. This is first of all, if we get shit, we got haters for our podcast now. People hate us. I'm like, wow, man, what the fuck I ever do to you? Bro, especially what? me, bro. If you check me out on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, Apparently, I'm a hater. Yeah, I guess. I think we're all I'm just hater. haters, you know? We're yeah. getting hated on, though, now. But yeah, yeah, how sure. about this? Is if we would have done this, they would have been like, not a fan. Fake yeah. fan. <laughs> Fake fan. But this is awesome. Uh, Mike K posted this. I guess he was out trick-or-treating with his kid. And somebody oh, put man. all these headstones out and across, and they created a graveyard in their front yard. But uh, one of, across one of the front row of the headstones is spelled out Panthers. And then one of the images, it's hard to see. Can we go full screen on this? Solo, uh, maybe? Let's see. Is it remember. a really short tombstone? Uh, hang on. No. Um, here, let me see if I can read. There is one uh, in it that says, let me see if I can blow it up. in my... The ones that we have preset. Uh, oh, I send this in the D. Where did I send this to? I just put it in the dang. Whoa, I'm behind everybody. One of them says something <laughs> to the effect of Carolina born and bred, died a Carolina team or something like that. And uh, what was awesome about it also is guess who chimed in on this tweet was David Newton. He said, are any of our names up there? <laughs> and uh, Mike K said, one of them says hack. Oh, oh. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> he said, read into that what you want. I know. I was like, geez, geez. <laughs> uh, Bucks on 12 3, Saints on 12 10, Falcons on 12 17. Man, thank you, Stephen Bailey. Uh, look, as Panthers making a run, of course, we're going to be like, oh, we're making a division run at the late end. Now it starts with Indianapolis. But it really started this past Sunday. Our road yeah. to win in the NFC South started with our first W. Mm-hmm. The Carolina Panthers were able to squeak out, eke out a last second, literal last second win over the Houston Texans. Uh, home game 
big game, big game for the morale of the team, morale of the fans. You could see it in them in the post-game speech. Boy, I ain't never seen Frank Wright. Most relieved Frank Wright. That's what he was. Is boy, he was so happy to get that win. He couldn't, man, he didn't even know what to say. He was just like, thank Jesus, this finally happened. I think you almost saw the Panthers, maybe some of the pressure wash away. Maybe they can play a little free now that they got. They finally got a taste of it where they don't think it's impossible to do so. But this win was a big win, not only for the Carolina Panthers and getting out of that rut of being 0 and 6. But now you got this win against a name of a quarterback in CJ Stroud, who has had such a, you know, hot start to his rookie season where we honestly, everybody, not only on this podcast, but I think throughout all the media believed that Bryce Young would have the easier transition, the more success early in the NFL. But Bryce Young was able to lead the Carolina Panthers on the final drive and uh, to get us into field goal range where they then tried to freak out Eddie Pinero by doing anything and everything in their power to get in his head. But the Carolina Panthers kick a last-second field goal, get their first win. And really, Bryce Young was a great part of this, was a very important part of this win. We debated a little bit on the post-game show if he was the reason. But I tell you what, was we could find a lot of a couple of other people that weren't the reason for this win, no. i.e. Icky, Aquano. But Bryce Young played. Bryce Young did not turn the ball over made some big-time plays, was under duress, was getting thrown and racked up and beat up, showed some toughness. And I think we started to see many of the traits that, or many of the things that we were hoping to see with Bryce Young all over, you know, kind of before this point. And that is, hey, man, when things are breaking down and he can survive that moment. And who was it he made that big pass in the corner to, that Dan Orlovsky? Where like he was almost getting wrecked, and then he throws it. Oh, that's to the, the Adam Thielen one. Adam Thielen to the pilot. Adam Thielen the pilot. He didn't throw anybody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, this. I was like, didn't throw anybody else. Come on. What a great play. Uh, that's that's the Bryce Young uh, that we wanted. And you look at these stats, Cody. Yeah, read this off and tell us good. why. Yeah, tell us I what mean, listen, Bryce Young a, was. He had a good game. I mean, we've yeah. said before that he continues to improve game after game. And even though he was sacked six times, uh, the numbers are pretty impressive. Eight out of uh, This is Bryce Young uh, versus the Texans Blitz. Eight out of 10, 142 yards, zero interceptions, and a 118.8 passer rating. He had a great game. Um, and it was one of those situations where when we needed him to perform the most, especially in a clutch a situation at the end of the game, being able to lead a drive downfield, he did a tremendous job, man. That's why we um, drafted him. We drafted him yeah. for that that precision. We drafted him for the pressure in that moment. I, I, I tell you this is I who and I don't like to go back because I'm not I don't we can't go backwards we can't pick different players we can't do any of that so I'm a Bryce Young fan right it's like and I'm a Bryce Young fan until I'm not and um I with well, the one thing that sold me on Bryce Young is or I guess like is after the pick was made and I was like okay this is going to be the guy and it was right probably even a couple of days before when they started showing that clip against him in Auburn 
Was it was it Auburn, Cody? I always ask you this. Every single time I bring this up, I ask you, what team was it? That uh, it was. And you know what? No, I'm being shamed in the chat, and I need to be. Our very own Paisan with the $5 dono a while ago. I, I apologize, brother. Well, look, now He's that we're having perfect. the discussion, it's better know, timing. This is, we saved it. We, we chambered it, bro. Everything is for a reason, man. Perfect timing. Can we finally stop the Bryce versus CJ debate? We got a Bryce Krispie treat, not a CJ Strudel. This oh. is the first Bryce Krispie <laughs> I've heard. Right? Yeah, maybe I'd, so. I had not heard that one. Can, I like yeah, it. That, that man's a part that uh, didn't even know it. We heard yeah. Bryce Cream before. Hey, can I just say this real quick? Uh, just to make yeah. my, myself uh, clear and concise, uh, I see uh, some of my number one haters are already in the chat. I think Bryce played a really good game. I still do not believe that Bryce has had a breakout performance this season. And I'm not even blaming that all on him. I think that, as we've all said many times before, we don't have great receivers. We clearly don't have great protection. So I don't even think that it's capable for him to truly have that breakout performance. I hope he does. I, I certainly hope he mm -hmm. does. I, but I feel like I'm being fair and balanced with my assessment when I say that he had a great game uh, and he continues to get better every week. Uh, I yeah. do think that that was a team victory. That was a, a, a victory that the offense and defense earned in tandem. Yes. L listen, that was a team victory because while Bryce Young was a big part of that victory, any quarterback in the NFL could have scored one touchdown and drove for a field goal drive. The running back ran for half over half the drive that game. Any, any quarterback in the NFL could have done that. They did that all this week. I'm pretty sure every quarterback in the NFL that played this week scored one touchdown and drove at least a 40-yard drive that had half of that picked up by running yards. So that's why I don't say Bryce Young is the absolute reason. He's a good reason we won. He's definitely a reason we won, and we need him to be that kind of guy. Look, man, Bryce Young, like I said, Bryce Young and Derek Brown are the two people we should build this team around. Period. I'm sitting here talking. I'm muted. We, Bryce, I think Bryce we Young can, is progressing. Think, we build around Bryce Young. It's the best option we have right now. It's not a bad option. Like it's not. It's not a bad pick. Oh, Nigel uh, X says everyone but CJ. CJ Stroud didn't throw a touchdown. He did run they one, ran for hand, one and they he ran for one and they score the same thing when you run for one as when you throw one. Yes. So, and by the way, you know what's funny? You know how he man. scored the touchdown on a quarterback sneak, which is what Bryce Young. Can't <laughs> which run. is what they can't. So listen, uh, everybody look, I, can find I don't want to get... you, but I am not shitting on Bryce. I'm just saying that's fine. Right, 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 right. I don't want to get too far and delve into that debate too much. I think everybody could be. I think both can be true. I think we can win because right. of Bryce, and this was a team win. Correct. But going back to what I was saying with that Auburn game, this is why you. This is the Bryce that we drafted. You know, I mean, and that is is it's not for him to single handedly win games. In fact. Look, is that no team, no quarterback in the league is going to be able to win on a team that, that without a team around him? Correct. Right. I mean, like I you can yeah. only go so far with hero ball. Right. We saw the Carolina Panthers rely on one one horse, one trick pony for offense with Cam Newton for too long. And it was really a disservice to him. We had a good defense and we just made some errors that we could get away with it that we could get away with a mediocre offensive line that Cam Newton could save us all the time. So look, 
is Bryce Young is no one believes this is that Bryce Young can be successful without a team around him. Right. I mean, I don't think that would be a fair ask to him. Right. Um, I do think this is that Bryce continuing to get better is a good sign. But I think this is that we also this is the Bryce that we drafted a guy that was going to be, um, you know, be able to handle a game where he's getting pressured a lot, make quick decisions, be accurate with the ball and under pressure, find ways to succeed. Right. And while this wasn't pretty, while it was a, you know, you only score one touchdown while, you know, or, you know, it's a 15, 13 game or whatever it is, or he threw for one touchdown, whatever other way we got the other points. The point that, or we got what a touchdown, two field goals, and how do we score? Touchdown, missed extra points at six. Then we got two field goals at six. We have three we have the game winner, three yeah, field, goals? field goals. Yeah, three field goals. Okay. Yep. And and can I say, can I say too, like you no. asked Tony earlier, like like what does Frank Reich say when he comes into this meeting or that comes into this room at the end of the game, the locker room where they won the first game. And like in his back of his mind, you're like you said, like it's like why can't we do this before? I think in the back of his mind, it's like why couldn't I have won one of the first six games we played, scoring one touchdown? Because I would have won all of them. True, true. You know, like that's that's got to be in the back of his mind. It's like I would have won all my games if I could have scored one touchdown, and three field goals. I am just look is I don't care if it was Bryce's best game, worst game, which it was his best game of the season. Like, let's just no, be honest about it. the game before that statistically was his best game of the season. I don't care about statistically, for the same yard is that, and three touchdowns. It was did better. he have any turnovers in that game? I don't think so. I think that was his game. We did, I think before that he had a fumble, or but I, the game the game last game. He didn't. Okay, so, well, I think this was his best game, particularly because of the duress he yes. was under. Yeah, and I would say this is what a great time to have a a win because that's what we really need to be. I won't say sell, but man, this podcast, you want to think that the, the animosity between Cody, Greg and Nigel is to high now. Imagine if CJ would have won that game. Right. So I think this is, no, like, Nigel wouldn't be here. If CJ would have won that game, oh, stop. <laughs> he, wouldn't be in the chat room. He, he would not show up. If CJ, if CJ would have won the game, no, I already know that right here. now. Don't be yeah. like that. Don't um, be like that. I guarantee it's what would happen. So God, nah, that would have been, we would have left that to G baby. Um, I wouldn't be here either. <laughs> my kid, by the way, just jumped off some candy. She said, this is my deposit for the week. My older daughter. My middle Good daughter. kid. Awesome. <laughs> um, she said some of your favorites. She brought me Skittles too. Nice. Um, but I think this was just, it was important for the team. It was important for us. Yeah. It was important for Bryce. Important for the narrative. And while it doesn't settle anything, nor do we need it to. I continue to say this is I want Bryce and CJ both to be good. I think it's good for the NFL. I think it'd be good for the Carolina Panthers. I think it would be good for the storyline. I think it'd be good for the podcast. Yeah. So um, I'm excited, very excited that we got our win. I think it's kind of a monkey off your back. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Man. Um, it feels good. And, you know, as a win. Yeah. As a byproduct of Bryce playing better, they kind of hinted on this earlier. Dude, Adam Thielen's having a career year, man. Like, the dude is just, I mean, balling out of control. He's our main option. Uh, at, he has 70 targets 
without a drop pass this season. Top 10. That's the first. Yep. Uh, that would be first be in number the Number one overall in that regard. Yeah, that's number yeah. one uh, to do that. Uh, Adam Thielen has averaged 103 yards per game the last five games. Very fortunate to have a reliable vet to acclimate Bryce to the league. And, man, thank God for Adam Thielen. I mean, that's the only really good sign that you can say Fitterer made this past offseason was bringing in Adam Thielen, yeah, a crafty wish- veteran for Bryce. And, man, if he didn't, if we didn't have Adam Thielen on this team, bro, we would Bryce be is up in trouble, shit dude. creek without a paddle for dude, sure. Everybody- Everybody who wants to get rid of, like, wanted us to trade away Thielen for some picks, dude, that is, like, if you I mean, it would have been criminal to Bryce, but. If if you want to ruin your rookie quarterback that Mm -hmm. you just traded the farm for, go ahead and do that. You give him a left tackle that can't block? Right. (laughs) Sorry. I do. Um, Can we address this comment? Can we go back? I do. Which one? Dimitri. Dimitri Contos. Mm -hmm. Well, first, I want to thank everybody. First, I want to thank all the people that. Uh, that don't agree that we celebrate Bryce enough or whoever. Also, um, I mean, look, I, I'm thank you. I'm thankful for anybody who gives us the time to listen to the podcast, and I think the podcast benefits from multiple opinions. And in fact, that's what I love about our podcast is we find so a lot of times, or at least one of the things I enjoy about it is we argue with each other like brothers. Yeah. A lot of times. I mean, to the point where there's a couple of times where we get secretly mad at each other. If we all agree to be boring. Yeah. Right. If we cool. all agree. Exactly. Um, so, look, is I want to thank Nigel XL. I want to thank uh, who else? Uh, Why Big Jordan? I want to I want to thank all these people for their opinions, their input to the show. Dimitri said this. He said, I'll put it back. you all have such negative undertones with Bryce. The guy's 5'10", no weapons, no offensive line is still holding his own. I mean, you I, care. Want, I, I want to You're remind right. everybody is. that we first yeah. is that we don't share a single uh, an opinion. Right. Right. Is like and I know that's hard for on Twitter and things like that, but you're listening to the show and there are multiple opinions here. Right. No right. one agrees. Even Cody and Greg aren't on the same lockstep. CK right. and I aren't. I'm not, None of us are lockstep. Mm-hmm. I sat here and just celebrated. I thought in many ways. The moment of Bryce Young's win and how good he was in that, and and this is what we drafted him to be. I don't think that's a negative undertone. I can understand how you can see that potentially in some of the hesitation that comes through in some of some opinions from different people. But to start that off, to start your comment off and say, y'all have such negative undertones, and then say the guy is 5'10", isn't that <laughs> like a backhanded... Like and also, right. like, I was say, but, I'm not racist, but I'm gonna talk about this black guy. Like, and, like dude, why bring up these dude, blacks? And, I mean, all, like, yeah. But also, yeah. it, it's one. It's one of those situations where, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, when have we ever not said that? When have we ever not right. said that the offensive line is trash? When have we ever not said that there's not a lot of wide receiver help? Like nobody has has come out and just said. Oh, Bryce is the worst thing on our offense. That's the reason why we're losing this and that and this and that. Right. Nobody is saying that the, everything around him is perfect. But I also feel like we're more level-headed than a lot of other pods because we don't do this pom-pom waving where it's like, yes, we, we've already seen everything that we need to see and want to see 
from Bryce because we haven't. We still have not seen that that consistent downfield passing attack. And by the way, we're not even blaming all of that on him. But we're not going to give him credit for doing that yet until he starts to do that more. We want to see more. We've been through five seasons in a row of losing Panther football. Like nobody's just in the in the mood to give grace to someone when they haven't earned it. Bryce has been playing better every single Sunday, and we're happy that he is. And it's miraculous that he's doing so in spite of what's happening around him. So I wouldn't say it's miraculous. I don't think that we've ever been unfair. And again, mind you, we all have different opinions that I don't think any of us have ever been outright unfair about Bryce and his performances. I don't think it's, I don't even think it's, uh, what, what were the words you just used? Um, unfair to say, no, to say that miraculous. he had a miraculous fuck that. He hasn't been miraculous. No, no I'm saying, the fact that he, no, 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 you misunderstand oh, yeah. me. Okay. No, you misunderstand me. The fact that he has even had even a modicum of success with this team, given the offensive line around him, fuck that. given nah, the wide receivers it. in front of him, that the fact that nah. he has been playing better, it is something to hang their hat on. It's something that you, right, yeah, but miraculous. All right, we can miraculous is a little far. Miraculous is far to me. Look, is this is I don't want to hear someone said this. I like this. Who cares if he's five to ten? You're not graded on curve in the NFL. Demetri said, uh, maybe it's because I'm five ten. I think it's crazy to do that. Yeah, that's I'm crazy. I'm five ten too. I think it would be crazy for me to be fucking NFL player too. But I also am not a college athlete and Heisman winner and shit like that. But I don't well, want to hear this. No, it's well, like, yes, I think this. Do I think that the Panthers are good as a team? Fuck no. Do I think that he's got some explosive weapons and he's the problem? No. Do I think he's gotten better from week to week to week? Yes. But I don't want to hear this mess of just excuse making and excuse making. And not that we're making excuses, but it's just like, oh, I mean, he would be the greatest quarterback ever if it was just the greatest situation ever. It is the situation it is. These are the players that it is. And this right. is like, so, I mean, it's just, right. I think this is all like, this is all the same shit that people said about it. And look, I'm praising Bryce Young. I'm praising him from getting better to better. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a victim mm-hmm. of what he is, is a victim of our personal history with quarterbacks and failure in this system. Carolina this, scaled this him more. And the fact and we, that we traded up to number we one. We put so much expectations. It. We put so much on him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, or, or not on him, but we expected. So it's kind of like this: is like when you go into a movie and you believe it's going to be the greatest fucking movie in the history of the world, it and it's just very, yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just. It's hard to live up to that. So right. look, and is also, that number I- one picks are either, or are either sensations or bus? And I'm not saying he's a bus, but that's how it is in your mind. And in this case right here, I'm just tired of this just always finding a reason of why it's better, but it's actually just but this, but it's not. It's like mm-hmm. the ifs and yeah. buts. But and also- this is and I want to turn it just real quick to Terrace Marshall Jr. I heard that shit over and over and over about fucking Terrace Marshall Jr. But oh, it's just so good. It's just coaching. It's just all of these reasons why Terrace Marshall Jr. isn't successful. 
So look, as I think Bryce Young is is shown success, right? I think he's been successful in this in this is to a certain degree. But I also don't want to make it be like, you know, as you know, he is the number one overall pick. So, yes, would he be better if he had weapons? Yes. Would he be better? Should he be better if he had weapons? Should he be better? Should the numbers be higher if he had a better offensive line? Should we be winning games if our defense didn't fucking suck? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. And by the way, he's still the number one pick. He's still the number one pick. And can we also speak? Again, I don't want to spend the entire pot on Bryce, but like we also, there are two sides to every coin. And just like somebody might think that we're unnecessary haters, which isn't true, there is also a swath of Panther fans that's like, oh, well, Bryce can do no wrong. Sucky, sucky. He, yeah, yeah. He's, oh uh, he's, yeah. Yo, he, he has proven. So, by the way, in that one game, he's proven to be better than CJ. Right, proven to be better than more yards. Right, yep. proven to be better than that. It's proven, proven, proven. And by the way, if I don't echo those same sentiments, I'm a bad Panther fan. Exactly. Like, no, get the hell out of here, bro. Like, we're gonna call it even. I tell you what, when Bryce comes out and throws for four touchdowns and 300 yards, I promise you, I'll do a backflip for y'all. Okay. I will oh, say everything that Let, you want me to uh, say. Uh, uh, don't tell me what I can't man, man, do, damn it. Don't be ableist, damn it. I'll do it if I want to. I'll do a ba- <laughs> I'll do, I'll do, a, I'll ba- do a thousand push-ups. I'll do a backflip for Bryce push-ups. Young, but not until then, dude. I I'm 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 at the point in my Panther fandom. I'm giving no one on this team, and I do mean no one, credit until they earn it first. Oh my god, you're where I'm at six months ago. Okay, yes. uh, I want to address Finally this somebody. question. I want to address this. It says Nigel, <laughs> Nigel actually has been a great commenter too. He says, So y'all's excuse for his situation is because he's number one overall pick. No, what no. I'm saying is this is no excuses. No, what I'm just saying is this is the reason that we ha- that not just we, the reason that the expectations for Bryce Young are fair, inflated to un, to an unfair level, if you want to believe, like if you want to call them an unfair level of expectation, is because of the pick. You know what I'm saying? The pick and the trade-up is that what should we not have high expectations? Uh, we should, should we not believe? We you know what I'm saying? Right. Is should you not expect him when you trade multiple picks to move up to the number one spot for him to be a special, special quarterback. And I don't think that's an unfair expectation. It might be, it might be unfair, actually. It might be unrealistic. Maybe it's unrealistic, but it's not unfair. And that's the whole thing is in this. Now it's a great time to bring up this super chat. Because kind of what we're trying to get into is why this sentiment exists. And Dimitri said there's no Bryce sexuals in here. No. I'm still camp no, sexual, no, baby. Yeah, there's definitely no camp sexual. Right. No still in love. Still in love. You yeah. can't. This is just, uh, I got to so, type. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Strat says uh, we break that streak. If other teams uh, lead, we lose. Thanks to Strats. And then uh, BG with the 499 says, in all fairness, the media hyped him up too much. And so did our staff saying he was two years ahead of the other rookie quarterbacks with S2, etc. Not his fault. And to be, you know what? I, I did say something similar to this. Yeah. I said that, I said that Bryce's big brain is Cam Newton's size and physicality, right? Maybe. 
Panthers yeah. were going to lean on that. He's the complete trade. opposite of yeah, Cam Newton. They were going, but my point is the Panthers, but Cam and Bryce decided to lean on their special trade so hard that it actually ended up hindering them at times. For Bryce, that's happening a little bit earlier in his career than it did to Cam, but they, they put too much on him too fast or else they wouldn't have had to try and simplify the playbook at points during the season. I do think they have a good thing going with Thomas Brown uh, being the play caller and, and Bryce under center. Damn it. I just missed the special on uh, prize picks, guys. It just oh, okay. ended. Well, let, 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 let Greg get off and then we'll do the read for a prize pick. Okay. I don't think that we're giving Bryce Young. I don't think that Bryce Young is like, uh, I hate this, man. I have it right on my tongue and then I can't get it out when I want to get it out. And I can't remember what I want to say. Um, I, I think that we're going to have to keep going. I've got to. Uh, I can't remember it. Nah, I, I, I thought I saw a Jimmy Clausen super chat in there earlier. Did we miss that one? Jimmy Clausen? Um, somebody said something. All right. No. Um, don't forget the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the number one daily fantasy oh, football sports app where you can real use your skill, your understanding of football, and you can pair it against our lack of understanding of football from the podcast. And you can then go and win some real cash with prize picks. The way it works is you select multiple entries of projected. It could be a projection from an NFL player to a basketball player to a soccer player. They even have them um, esports up here. We just missed a great deal. They had a Halloween special. DeAndre Hopkins, 36% off. All he had to get was 30 something yards uh, this week. And it feels like he's about to get hot right now. Uh, but what you do is you pick multiple players um, from multiple teams or sports. The more players you pick, and then you get their projections right. You either pick more or less in your entry. Uh, the more opportunity you have to win. You can win up to five, ten times your money, depending on the number of picks and how many that you are able uh, to hit successfully. I want to tell you this. is Tony. I go, this is some good full screen right here. Tony Dunn had a good week last week. And by the way, this was on. Uh, we did this on the show. Uh, big winner last night. Turned $20 into $100 by selecting Jared Goff's more than 252 and a half passing yards. Deontay Johnson, more than 55 and a half receiving yards. And A.J. Brown's 88 and a half more took $20 and turned it into 100 Use the promo code C3. And on your first time deposit, uh, they will match you up to a hundred dollars. So you put in a hundred dollars, they'll match you a hundred dollars, put in $99. They'll match you $99. And you got to use that promo code C3. I also hit a flex play. So you don't even have to do power play. You can play it a little safer. And this is to be honest, this is how you really probably win in long-term when it comes to prize picks It's because how many can times confirm, how many times do you just get all of them except for one, right? Well, a flex play allows you to, in a three-pick, get two out of three. Right here is this. I did a $15 flex play last week. I did a Nikola, Nikola Jokic. The Jokic and Joku. Man, Jokic and Joku Andrews. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Mark Andrews was the bust in this one. Went more than 55 and a half yards. 
passing. Should have thought about this, is that they were going to get up ahead of Arizona and then not have to throw the ball a lot. Didn't think about that one too mm-hmm. clearly. It was just thinking about how great they were playing yeah. overall. But hit two picks. Now, if this was a power play, that $15 goes away entirely. But because it was a flex pick, I won 1.25 times my money. And what's great is I just won $18.75. I didn't even put, sure, I wagered $15. But it just came in. So it came out on top. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, here, this one sucked. Uh, I could have had, man, I was going for it, bro. I was on the road to taking this four pick injury entry right here. Four out of four gets 10 times your money. I was close, man. Freaking Lamar. Lamar. Mm. Boy. Boom. That would have mm. been a hundred bucks. And this, I got a boy Minshew on the flex play. He let me down by 15 yards, but that's prize picks. In fact, we'll make a quick pick with prize picks, guys. Let's go ahead and do this. We'll see if any Panthers are up here. See, DeAndre Hopkins is back up to 50. Well, that's not how you spell Panthers. Bryce Young versus Indianapolis, 219 and a half. Mm, Their defense has been pretty more than I like it. And how about this, Adam? Well, we got to figure out. We might be able to get this Adam Thielen here, but we got to pick somebody from a different team first because you have to have multiple players from multiple teams. Uh, It's rushing yards. Derrick Henry, that's a lot versus Pittsburgh. Pacheco at 60 is not bad. Yeah, you just never know what you get with them. You know, like they could throw it 100 times. Oh. Holy cow. What a shootout. Miami versus. That's in Germany. They're both going to get left. Hey, dog. Do better find Adam Thielen. He had, it was 79 yards. It's a lot. Oh, uh, dude, you better do Adam Thielen. When is that? Dude, go go look Tyreek, at Adam Thielen's Tyreek numbers. touchdown. Kelsey touchdown. Yes. No, Tony, yes. Tony, Taylor going to be there or not. Tony, Tony, listen Taylor to me. Game. No, no, listen not to in me. Germany. Listen to me. The Colts, the Colts, they're like letting everyone put up more than 20 points. We're I'm going telling four you. For, we're going for wrong. a four yeah. for, dude. I'm going Kelsey touchdown. Tyreek touchdown, Bryce Young more than 219, and Adam Thielen. Gosh, that's a lot of yards. If if Bryce gets more than 219, Adam Thielen's definitely going to have more than 71.5. So if you're going to go with one, the other is it for sure. All right, we're going for it. We're going to put 20 to win 200 right here. Promo code C3. That's how you get your deposit match. Cody, can we take some calls? Well, real quick, yeah. for oh, oh, real quick, I remember my point. Um, we talk about Bryce Young and like the difference of play calling in this, in the, like from Thomas Brown to Frank Reich. But I got to go back and look at it, and I think that Bryce Young still like kills and changes the play at the line, like thirty-five to forty percent of the time, with Frank Reich or Thomas Brown. So if 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 he's calling the plays and he's changing the play at the line. And he's either not successful or throws a five yard pass. Why are we not giving him like discredit for that? You know, like we like, can't like, really know. We can't know. I would say I would say the think two he's big changing play- the call. He could just be calling out added protections. He could be. You're right. He could be. I would say the two big plays we had this week 
were him throwing to guys that didn't have a ton of separation and giving the receiver a chance to catch the ball, which is what he needs to do. Oh, now I found the Jimmy Clausen thing. Can we take some calls, please? Do I can't. Uh, did the I miss, number is what all did I miss? Sorry, prize picks. Okay, yeah, cool. that's, that's that's about it. it. <laughs> oh, I won a hundred uh, bucks last week. Heck yeah, dude. The number is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Let your opinion be heard in the cat calls line. Leave us a message. So, what are your thoughts on cat calling? Yeah, it's pretty. You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good. Like Happy Halloween! It's me. Jimmy Clausen, the scariest Panthers quarterback of all time. I've come back to haunt you and tell you, we got to fix that O-line, my dudes. Stay safe and keep pounding. My favorite type of calls, man. I love calls where people have fun and where callers pick on each other. Love those. Um, Let's go to the next call. Let's see what we got. Let's see if we can follow up that. Yo, C3 Nation, how about that W? How about that W? This is Josh from Mass. Man, I well, thought CJ Stroud was supposed to be better than Bryce, but, man, I didn't see it. It didn't look that way to me. You're right. This but anybody who actually watches film knows that it ain't really looked that way all season. They just fall into, oh, well, the numbers, Dan. Well, the numbers only tell you some of the story. They'll tell you the whole story. But it's what it's we boy Josh from work Matt. On, so. Man, if the win couldn't have come at a better time, your boy's going to be in Charlotte next week for that Colts game. So, hey, uh, you better pull up, Josh. Looking forward to that. The wife's coming down with me. Damn, yep. A couple of my buddies. It's a good time. We're going to be. Nick Montero's going. Check we are in the yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kevin's. Um, man, I thought. Hard to find a lot of fault with what happened. You know, I, I think the offense looked better. You can't deny. They took deep shots, more of them, and he actually started, Bryce is starting to connect on them. It's like, oh, wow, you practice doing something more often, you get more experience doing something, and you get better. That's crazy, man. That's, that's crazy how that happens, isn't it? I uh, the defense did a pretty exceptional job given how banged up they are. Uh, I believe Woods played the other one. I think we're still down one start in safety. I don't know. Horn is just gone, I guess. He's on big, amazing Maui sipping, sipping Coronas by the beach. I don't know where that man is, but he needs to either. Like, uh, he, he's a trade deadline guy to me. I love the guy. I bought his jersey. Love, love that player because when he's on the field, he's shut down. But, man, man, um, <laughs> We need him back in a bad way. Um, and I know, you know, we're not in a position to be buyers at the trade deadline, which is today at 4 o'clock. So by the time this goes up, they'll have either done everything, done nothing, or done something that makes us scratch our freaking head. Uh, but I'd like to see us at the line talent 
Like, our pass rush gets right there every damn time. Right there every damn time. And I know there's people like, well, any pressure, any disruptions, enough. Nah, man. But we, we, we last in the league in sacks, if I recall. So that's, that's where I'm going with D-line, and if we can get a decent receiver for not not a ton of turnaround, then I think that'd be good. But I'm out of time. It's your boy Josh from Math. I'll see some of y'all fools at the game next week. Keep pounding. Y'all heard me keep pounding. Couple of things yep. here. I want to shout out. Uh, they were talking about some people are talking about Tuan in the chat. Uh, Greg's going to be Tuan, Tuan, and Greg. Uh, Tuan does these profile pieces on people in Panther Nation. They're always fun. I've been on it. Cody's been on it. Greg's going on it Thursday night. Somebody said, "I uh, wonder how Tuan feels after that W." I want to say this is that if you think anybody's a hater on this podcast or Tuan, I don't know about Tuan. I have to probably follow his, his opinions on Bryce a little bit closer. But that Black Cat Panthers podcast, bro, bro, they're gonna hard to play. They don't play, dude. So that uh, and Mike Will MD, if you are a doctor, my friend, if you are a real medical doctor. You got to know this is that we ain't making no fucking money on this. YouTube takes 40% of those super chat. What do you mean, man? You can get, look, dude, we be making pennies, pennies, man. I've been doing this 10 fucking actually tonight. Tonight makes, because I know we started the YouTube channel uh, a little bit earlier, but the first full episode of the C3 Panthers podcast was on 1030 2020 2013 hmm. nice you know so uh bro if we were making money man we'd be skip bayless up in this bitch right i guess right. if that i mean look it's a th- this idea that that's who everybody make- compares Can- me to they call me skip bayless online. it's because you're t- it's because of the off. take yeah, my nah. hair is way better than his. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, Skip Bayless put out a tweet that said Bryce Young greater than CJ Stroud, and I yeah, thought about so, it. I was like, it's like this. Is you know what? Yeah, how am like I Donald Trump? He just fucking now. knows how to push a button. Yeah, <laughs> how am I Bayless now? Huh? Everybody says uh, that I think the opposite. So yeah, well, I'm just saying, man. It's like, good lord, if you knew how many views it took to make a dollar on the internet, it's a lot. It's a whole lot. That's true. It Look. is insane, dude. You could get, man, you'll have a 3,000 views on a damn video and it'll get like 87 cents. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Josh from Mass wants some more. Yo, real quick, it's your boy Josh from Mass. Yo, Tony, what's the hate? You ain't been playing my call. Man. I'd be at work on Wednesday listening to them episodes and just, yeah, play my call last week, play it. That's oh cold. Get an ice up, son. Get up. Can, can, can I just say uh, one thing to his previous that's call? Oh, I'm that's sorry. so cold. Stop nah, playing with you. Know I, I got to bust your stones you. about it, though. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, there's, so there's no real substance to this. I'm. You know, this is, this call is about as good as the Patriots are this year. You hear what I'm saying? All right. Josh right. from Mass, over and out. Uh, if you got my, if you got my, my uh, Twitter, hit me up. Maybe we could link up, get beers or something while I'm in town. If anybody wants to shoot the shit or whatever. Uh, yeah, that's it. 
We'll get you. Tony's a bum. You don't play my calls. He's a I hater. Am. I am. I am a bum because so if you didn't play him, you played him though, so you're not. Yeah, but Nick Montero. Chat room, how dare you? You see what we've started? Cody Cody Bates. Bates. <laughs> hey, can, can, can I just ask? And I, I want to ask everybody out there right Skip now because we need to I'll get be. this established. <laughs> like, what do stats mean? It's my turn. Oh God! No, 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 no! Hold on. Here's my thing. Nothing. Real quick. They don't mean anything, man. No, no, Mark no, Twain. Okay. They're fucking lies. You say lies. they mean nothing. You say they mean nothing. When we pick uh, Hall of Fame players, know. I don't want to. What do we when need? we Where draft players? When we draft players, what will be going by? What does that got to do with? Whenever the call, we decide though? what we, that, what I'm saying is stats is what we go by. Stats mm-hmm. is what makes you draft a player. Stats is what makes you put a player in the Hall of Fame. Stats is what we decide who wins a game. Because guess what? Mm. A score is a stat. So stats determine everything. People who want to say stats don't matter. Get the f out of here, man. Stats are everything. We base everything around stats. Why is Michael Jordan the best? Best player ever in the NBA because he won six championships and six NBA, uh, six uh, MVPs, right? Or six finals MVPs. That's a stat. My, that guy, Greg, is not a girl. I, I That's heard he's not a girl because it was she. Would, he would just be like, if less your dong is this big, I don't like you. <laughs> hey, how about this? Seventy uh, percent of all stats are made up anyway. Nah, well, yeah, totally. Mine. All right. I look mine up. He's my drinking mind. red wine. Yeah, look at him. Yeah. Like, okay. CK, you had something to get in there? I mean, my my argument here is normally nobody's saying stats don't matter. They're just saying that stats are misleading. They're not everything. They don't tell you the whole story. Right. Um, yeah. There's right. plenty of there's there's plenty of people. Yeah. I mean, if you look at stats and you want to say stats are the only thing that matters, Taylor Heineke's a Hall of Fame quarterback in the NFL. I didn't say it was the Here's only thing a stat that matters. For you, I, just said it, it's, it, I just said it doesn't not matter. Here's right. a stat for you. If you go on, uh, I went on President on White House Gov today, and uh, because President Biden signed an executive order about AI, and I was interested in like what the hell this shit was, and like how they're already like what they're going to be involved in, and things like this. So, me and a buddy, we read the entire executive order, at least their what they their press release about it. But then I looked at, it, I was like, man, President Biden has done, he has put out so much legislation, right? And just because, so a lot of people would say he's like the most, like he is like one of the most successful presidents if you measure it just by the amount of shit they've passed. Whether that's good or bad. But here's a way a stat can be interesting or miss, you know, you could use it for it. More people on, on the website right now says more people working ever than in American history. <laughs> well, obviously. Well, I mean, like, they're, the population is at an exactly. all time fucking high. Yeah. So, of course, there are more people working today than there were in 18. 18- 50 when there was only 23 million people in America. So what we can do is we can massage stats to get the answers we want. Sure. You're right. But I, but I can't massage how many yards you pass for a touchdown. You pass for a year. We leave that to Deshaun. So, Watson. You're, so, so while you're right, stats can be misleading. When I put out stats like wins, yards, touchdowns, interceptions, those are not misleading. Those are the cold, hard facts of what a player has done. You can win a period. lot of games with just 225 yards passing, bro. Do what? Cam won See, a ton of games with 225 I agree. yards passing. Okay. I, I, we didn't give. Okay. All right. 
everything in context. Fuck, yeah, everything don't fuck with my man context. Cam because he would also bust off right. seventy yards and have three rushing touchdowns. Let's go to the next goal. Man, that would have been cool if my fat finger would have worked. What's up, y'all? It's Christian from Arizona. First Christian? time caller. Been a fan for thirty years. Oh, I thought man. And I always went used to before the podcast. Freaking cat calls because some of these fans are saying some stupid shit, but I enjoyed. I kind of learned to enjoy them a little bit. The, the one time where you guys aren't trying to talk over one another, so that's kind of fun. But anyways, uh, appreciate what you guys do. I did have one concern. I was uh, watching on uh, after the game on Sunday. Uh, you know, I've, I've realized I've been spending more time watching podcasts, but realized I have no fucking life. But uh, so I was watching, and I realized that some one of y'all said, I think it was CK, if that's his name. He literally said they won the game because of Bryce. Yeah. All right. I haven't been a fan of Bryce. He did take a step in the right direction. But do you realize what you're saying there? I mean, he only had 235 yards. One team oh, no. granted a good passer turnovers. A realistic There here. were some plays he's there a that, were, that I felt were kind of dumb, could have been avoided. Okay, he's a rookie. I'll, I'll give him that. But you're taking credit away from the defense. Nope, didn't say that at He's all. A realistic. He's a realistic right here. No, game. they're just mis- misconstruing my words. And, Go ahead. And so well, he didn't Tom say Scott. your words. He didn't call oh, you well, out, so don't, don't, don't. He said CK. Yes, he said CK. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. But I, I just wanted to say, you know, let, let's keep it realistic, guys. I'm seeing a lot of Bryce fans over here talking about, you know, how great he is. And, hey, that's great. I hope I get proven wrong. But, you know, it's. It, Let's let's not be fooled that he didn't put in an MVP performance. Uh, I get it; he's a rookie. He didn't. I agree. To 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 say that he's the reason he won the game that that is that is not the voice of reason right there. That's that's the voice of Bryce. Nope. Also, one more thing before I close I'm, it out. Have all the evidence. Please, to fans, prove this. If you're gonna call in. Please don't say a bunch of stupid shit and then just follow it up with keep pounding because I feel like. Everyone on social media and, and call-in, radio, and whatever, they always just uh, say some dumb shit, follow up with keep pounding, and then everyone thinks, oh, hey, you know what? Booker's got a point there. Better keep pounding, bro. <laughs> All right. That's it. Maybe I'll call this more in the future. Have a good one. CK, he said, don't mislead people with BS. Okay. And just so, hit it with Keith Pounder. He said, I never once in that entire endeavor said that the defense didn't contribute to the win. I said that Bryce Young was the reason we won that game because he had the ball in his hands at the end of the game, just like we would say outside of Tony, would say that if Eddie Pinheiro had missed that kick, he, he lost the game. That's exactly the same reason I'm saying Bryce Young won that game. Okay. Um, and the other part of this is you have to look at another piece of this. This was the Bryce Young led this team down the first time since 2018 that we had a game winning drive that our quarterback led us through. The first time since 2018 that we had a game winning drive. That's think about that. So I think it's mm-hmm. worthy and, and, and valuable to be able to say that we won because of Bryce Young. I'm not saying we won solely because of Bryce Young. I'm saying that when the ball was in his hands, 
we were able to win the game because he was the quarterback. I'm not saying other quarterbacks couldn't have done that. That's never been my case either. And, and Greg, to your point, um, I've never once said that that if if anybody else was in there, if Patrick Mahomes was our quarterback, that it would have been a different, you know, oh, he wouldn't have been able to do what Bryce did. That's not at all the case. But I'm saying in 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 a situation like that, when the pressure could have easily gotten to him, it didn't. And he showed up and he gave us an opportunity to win the game, one that we haven't had in over five years. So yes, Bryce Young won the game. Okay. My Why push am back I catching on that? strays all the time on this fucking podcast? Yeah. I'm catching strays from the passive aggressive talking. I said, you love those cat. I hate the cat callers, but I love when y'all ain't talking over. He's talking about me. Right. Well, number one. He's talking about yeah. me there. And then, <laughs> CK, and then CK says what? this is that uh, it says, uh, everybody up here except for Tony would have said that Pinero would guess what Tony also would say. Pinero won the game for us because right. he made Which the field. Rough. That's my whole yeah. point is he wins games. He doesn't lose games. But Tony, wasn't your argument last year that when he missed the final kick that he it's didn't not his lose fault. the game? He didn't no, lose the game. Yeah, when he does. makes it, he wins it. it. Yeah. That's his argument, which it is the dumbest argument I've ever heard. This argument of what the caller is also saying is that collectively the loss my point is that games don't come down to a single play they don't right so is that a yes is could did he not win what i would say is this there is a difference between not winning the game and losing the game right and if he missed the kick he did not be the hero right he did not go and win the game for you but the loss itself is a collection of errors for an entire team. And if you go in, the, that's my kind of point of it. And I know it's, some, it's a lot of people feel like it's semantics, but I believe it. I believe that kickers go out there and win hero moments. And yes, when they miss the kick, you could have won the game and all of that. But you also could have won the game by converting the fourth down earlier, getting in the touchdown. You could, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's a collection, just like a win is a collection of minor wins or victories throughout the game. Losses are a collection of losses throughout the game, whether it be turnovers. Imagine if this is if a quarterback had three turnovers, but somehow you find yourself in the game down by one point and you get a 55-yarder and the guy misses it. And you say he lost yeah. the game for you. No, the guy that threw three fucking touchdowns, three interceptions is more at, that's my point. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. We've cool. debated that ad nauseum on this fucking podcast for days and days and hours and hours. But if you go to Frank Reich's postgame show, Cody, can you pull postgame speech? Is there a chance you could pull that up? It's on Panthers.com. I know that. But while I think his, I, th- I think Frank Reich, said some important things in that post-game speech other than just a big giant sigh of relief. I, I agree. I, I CK, I think you're making a great point. The first time since 2018, we go down. It would have been cooler. It would have been a lot cooler if he like let us down. We scored a touchdown. Then I think it would have been even more definitive I, of your Do you know point. how long that final drive lasted? It was a long well, time. It was like a five-minute drive. Do you know why it lasted a long time, yards. CK? CK, tell them, why, tell them why it lasted a long time. Tell them why. Because they because ran the ball they, 75% of the time. 
once that's they why it lasted a long time. Hold on, that's they they ran the ball seventy five. You know, it's seventy five. Did you make that number? That's up. a misleading did stat. Make, they didn't start running it until it was in the two minute warning up. Last play. You're right. I don't know. I'm making a guess. Let me look it up. I'm willing to bet you if the last play was nine plays, they ran it six times of the last right, nine. I'll plays. look it up. I'll oh, sure. Up. Because no, it was the I, end so of that's, the game. That's, that's the dumbest stat I've ever seven, heard in my life. What are you talking about, man? Uh, yeah, no, you're you're okay, okay, that's, right that's an irrelevant, like, no, that's the, an irrelevant the last stat. Three you can't. You're right. The you're last right. Three Bryce runs, runs those balls. You're right. No. He leaves All right, let's he listen to the post game show and Greg, see. You, this is this is what yeah. I'm talking about. This is you're talking about stats are the only thing that matter. You can look at the last three runs if you want to. You can absolutely do that. But I'm guess what? There is not a single quarterback on the league in the league. Maybe Cam Newton that's running the ball when the ball when the, all you need to do is run the clock down to zero. Exactly. That's yeah. all which you why need to do. It didn't matter and who the quarterback was. Guess which what? Is why no. Bryce Young was Bryce run, no, that, that was just to get to a hash, bro. That's guess not what? about Bryce getting did down the field. run the last. Bryce Young did run the last play at uh, so the, hash, the game, actually. So, yeah, see, I mean, Greg, even uh, all the, uh, we're all getting lost on this. But right. We know what Bryce we does well. No, but we know what Bryce does well. The things that, I've, that I'm have that i still wanting to see from him is tight window throws to the sideline, and I want to see what him be mean? more consistent downfield. No, I do. I'm doing these listen. out routes all day out of long. everybody doing, out of everybody on this pod, Every week, I do a one-hour and 30-minute film session where we break down the film. Bryce is money across the middle. But when he's at the opposite hash, throwing the ball to the sideline, I know this is his four interceptions across the middle. Aren't his four interceptions across okay, the middle? We're not getting into this. Yes. No, no, that was no, okay. Let's not say his money across the middle. All his interceptions across the middle. Let's listen to Frank okay, Wright, let, please. Yeah. And I not, think this, fair. and the reason I wanted to play this, yeah. because I think Frank Wright says some things about why this the why this team was able to win this game. And CK, I'm not trying to take away from your point because I think you make a great point. I think he Bryce does. was critical yeah. in this Good win. Point. I think it was critical in this win. I think the defense was critical in this win. Let's go ahead, Frank Wright. How good does that feel? <laughs> and what? And what? And what? And what? And what? And what? Let's go! Look at how relieved he looks. I'll tell you what else it was. It was not only and win like Corpse Challenge. It was man, man on man. Went all day. Man on man went all day. That was a challenge. You know what else it was? As one, no doubt. all day long, it was as one man. Oh my goodness, it was as one. You're going to watch that film and you're going to see it all over the place, right? Complimentary football, it was ugly at times, but we played as one. And that's what we can do. We can walk in every week. What do we do? We prepare. We've raised the floor on how we prepare. We've raised the floor on how we prepare. And we ain't turning back, right? That's our standard. The standard just gets higher and higher. And we go in every week knowing one thing. All that matters is we walk off the best team that day. Yep. We got all the horsepower we need, man. So congratulations to you guys. Hey, a couple game balls. A couple game balls. You can't have a walk-off win without getting a game ball to Eddie. Hey! Told you Eddie won it. He didn't lose. Eddie, 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 Eddie. Are they yelling? Hey, my boy. And this, this one me. Hey, they all mean a lot. This one means a lot to me. Woo! Woo! Choking up. Bryce, who we gets knew it? he was going to be, be a beast when he got here. And when the game was on the line, he called the perfect series, right? Yeah. Thomas Brown. Yeah. It's not oh, even wow. Bryce. 
<laughs> wow. It's not even Bryce. That's hilarious. Wait. I got one for the rookie. You know, guys, first win at home. Bryce, yeah. baby, where you yeah. at? Right. Because he knew he knew Frank Wright just disrespected him. Oh, uh, yeah. no, I did disrespect Yeah, he her. did. Are you kidding me? Nah, Tony, what come do you on. Think about the, Tony, no. No, 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 no. no, no. You cannot, you cannot do this, Greg. You cannot be the person who talks about stats, and then the moment that uh, she gets a game ball, say that it's it's you got to take context into consideration here. Okay. I think That's that the – right. do you think the Thomas Brown game ball had some sort of – Look, David Tepper sitting there in the background. Is there any faith? Like, does that make by him doing that? I mean, I think it was a smart move by Frank to do that. Right. Right. Is oh, 100%. To, but, but do you think that he made it? We end up getting a victory get any case with some political. Kind oh, of, no, I don't okay, think it's just oh, agenda, but like this is it does it by him. It helps Frank Reich's look doing well, that. But no, just, just, I just mean, unclear, real quick. Hold on, no, Cody. We're just no, unclear. What? Leading a touch, leading a team that scored seven points, one touchdown for offense, instead of your offensive, instead of your rookie quarterback having their first win, is more important. Like, like, are you like, saying like, that you're, saying, like, you're having an right, offensive coordinator who right, had right, one right, touchdown? Right, right. Are you saying that Frank should have given the ball to Bryce? Hell yes. Right. Yeah, he's saying yes, that I am. he thinks 100%. that it was a slight to Bryce by yes, the that he's thinking that it's I just want to make sure we're clear. Greg yes. is like he, given it to Bryce. he is a little yes, drunk. After Pinero, of course, well, I wouldn't say after Pinero. Look, this is Bryce Young's first win. It's not his best game because he played better than the last game. What is Tony's jibba jabba incoherent game. excuse? Wow. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. What did I say that was jibba jabba? I'm just saying. I'm just you don't asking. Pay too much attention to the chat. I, dude, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm not even looking at these calls. Yeah. We got to get through these calls. I got to get. I got stuff to do on this. Halloween. You need to dip out, Tony. We can finish. Right. up. No, nah, I got to do the calls. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is C3 Coach Kurt. Um, Kurt. Exactly 16 minutes until the trade deadline hits at 4 p.m. Eastern time. And my fucking phone is being blown up. Oh, Montez Sweat to the Bears. Fucking Chase Young to the 49ers to be on the that opposite side of Bosa. That is horrendous for the league, bro. Like, Rasul Douglas to the Bills. And we have people, I'm pretty sure, hold on, let me look, that we have people calling for Dante Jackson. C.J. Henderson, and Terrace Marshall. And what is Mr. In on Every Deal doing? He's too busy glazing Tepper in his office, bro. Like, this. can we get rid of this tub of lard, bro? Can we get rid of this Mr. I'm in on every deal, taking every phone call, <laughs> making those smart moves for the team? Because right now I feel like we should have gotten another guard or receiver or a tackle and play icky at guard. Like, we should have done something by now. And, like, I get there's other ways. Like I said the other day, there's other ways, like, that we could add pieces, like free agency and stuff like that. But we haven't even done that. 
like obviously I'm not saying uh, like we need like band aids or something like that for this season, but like I feel like we could have got long term answers through like this trade market. Um, and I mean, there's nothing to be found on that. I mean, dude, a seventh for Terrace and a fucking seventh for Henderson. I don't give a shit. Give me that trade capital. I mean, fucking draft capital. But instead, we're going to hold on to Terrace. He's going to sit here and his career is going to be just shot being on this team. Mm-hmm. DJ Henderson is going to continue to lose us games. Bro, if CJ Stroud hits Nico Collins and Stride, we, we would have lost that game. Who was covering him? CJ Henderson. He was about five yards away from CJ yep. Henderson. He gets burnt every damn time against any one or number one or number two receiver on any team. He always gets burnt. I would just take a fucking oiled hot dog and a bag of fucking potato chips for CJ, for CJ Henderson to be gone. Like, get him the fuck out. I don't know. I just thought we would have done something, but I'm just glad we are uh, not not doing a fucking fire cell and going crazy. But I thought something would have been done. I think he does bring up a point: is that even though you're going to get these so-called rentals, you could target a player that you think you would sign in the in free agency anyway. Like, if you are be willing to say, hey, could Montez Sweat, if we were in free agency, could we try to get a deal done with him? And the answer is yes. Then I mean, I guess you could just do it in the free agency then. Right. You know why? Maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of that's why I still think Devontae Adams would make sense. That's the only one I really feel great about is a guy that's got some years left on his contract. And that can give you some stability at a position group to then go and address other needs. Um, let's go. And then, you know what? You could get the, you could get that kind of burner guy in the draft. You can get a guy that is a one trick pony that can just do those things. And that can then evolve into a more diverse receiver as they go along. And but you would have Adam Thielen and Devontae Adams to carry you while you then went and got like a Tank Dell type of player. And you don't have to count on that. See, we can't that's the thing is Mingo might be good. It's just counting on him in year one to be a playmaker Tony, is too much. Can, can can I tell you what Tank Dell's numbers are? They're pretty good. Look, dude. look, man, I'm I'm so tired. Good. I'm They're so good. tired. Of everybody talking he's about to be how great a yard receiver. No, he's not. No, he is not. I am so tired of everybody talking about how many how receiving great yards does he receivers are and oh, weapons are that, 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 that Bryce Young doesn't have. Let me break it down for you, okay? De- Listen, Jonathan Mingo has 19 receptions for 195 yards and zero touchdowns. Tank Dell has 22 for 340 and two. You're talking That's about 120 more yardage, yards. Greg. 120 more yards over eight games, Tony. Over That's eight pretty, games, 120 more yards. Seven, You're looking at seven, seven games. Seven yards seven a game. Seven games. Seven yards a game seven, more per game. Seven okay? games. Look seven at the receipt, games. Look at the rushing. Everybody's like, oh, our rushing game sucks. Houston has a way better offense. They're averaging 197 rushes, 643 yards, 3.3 per average. We have 168 rushes, 632 yards, 3.8 per average. We're actually rushing better 
than Houston is. Okay, so we have a better rushing game than they do. And everybody talks about how great the wide receivers are and their weapons are for Houston. They do not have better. We- Guess what? Adam Thielen is better than Nico Collins. Look at the stats. We have a better number one and number two wide receiver than they do. We have a better rushing game than they do. We have our starting offensive line, which they How don't. Do we have a better like, number two. Yeah, I was about to say, who's our better I'm number just two? I'm so tired who's of the hearing they don't have anybody. No, no. All right, you ready have- for this? Even better the than they do. Hold on. Let me hear it. Are, are you ready for this? Okay. So we're talking about we have one player on the team that you could even argue is anywhere close to them, and that's Adam Thielen. You're right? talking about I. Hold on. You're not talking Hold about on. stats. You're talking about by I. No. Oh. I'm talking about no, by if stats. stats. If stats, no, I win. No, no. I'm talking about from weapons for Bryce Young. I'm not talking about rushing. I'm talking about the weapons to be able to get him, get, have him be a passing quarterback because that's what he is, right? It's Adam um, so, Thielen. So you mean so, listen, there's only one quarterback, one quarter or one uh, weapon, and that's Adam Thielen that you could even argue is anywhere close to any of the weapons that they have. Okay. Now you're let's right. Take He's it. better. He's Hold better on. than their Hold best on. weapon. No. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's talk off. about this. He's their our third Hill. wide receiver, technically, because he's in our slot receiver role. No, he's our number one wide receiver. Nope. He is in our slot receiver role. So he is not okay. one or two, technically, from a from a NFL overall looking at things. Okay. Also, his he's been targeted seventy times. What is Nico Collins' highest target? Like he, I think he's at forty four or fifty, maybe fifty. I don't so, even remember that. And hold on, uh, Adam Thielen's average catch, like yards per catch, is ten yards per catch. Nico Collins is eighteen. Okay. Uh, so not only that, Tank Dell is 17. Not even, you know, who's even anywhere close to them? Nobody. You want to talk about average yards of separation from ne- next gen stat? Uh, the, the only, their full yard of average separation to any of our wide receivers, including Adam Thielen. So, what you want, if you want to get technical, Bryce Young having a better completion percentage than CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud is a bottom five quarterback with completion percentage in the NFL, and he's got the best separation from his wide receivers compared to the two of us. That means Bryce Young, and if you look, there's a stat, I have to find it because I, I wanted to be able to cite it. Bryce Young is number one in the NFL when throwing to an open wide receiver and hitting on target. I think that first is I don't think that uh, Adam Thielen playing in the slot negates him from being a number one receiver on the no, team. No, no, but my I point being, being the best receiver uh, on you your said team. That was your point right there. He is you can't say no now. That was your point. He is I think Greg is absolutely right that Adam Thielen is having a better season and is playing better than Nico Collins right sure. now. All right. He's so, also force fed the ball. And he's okay. only running okay. five yards. Stop moving no, the goalposts. No, no, it's not. Listen, I'm not We're talking about stats talking about overall. Stop no. moving the goalposts. I'm not yes, talking about moving the goalposts. That take, is what the so definition we of drafted, moving the goalposts is. not moving the goalposts. They got a fair the definition of that is. That's what you're doing. Hold on. Who would you take straight up? Who would you take straight up? Who would you take straight up at this point? Seven games, seven weeks in. Nico Collins. You would? You would pick yes. him over he Adam Thielen? he has better separation than Adam Thielen. If you're talking about wanting an offense to be able to move the ball down the field, Adam okay. Thielen's been great, and I love Adam Thielen. I think, I'm think i not taking anything away from what he's done because he's he's basically taking on the Christian McCaffrey role, McCaffrey role in our offense uh, because he catches everything that comes his way outside of the rushing, right? Okay. So I, right. I'm fully aware of that. Now, the reason that I'm saying he's not the number one wide receiver is because he's not an X or a Y, right? That's what I mean by that. 
He is not, if you're looking at a depth chart, he wouldn't be considered wide receiver one. He wouldn't be considered wide receiver two. He'd be considered a slot receiver, right? So that's when you talk about him not being the number one wide receiver. Now, Justin Jefferson plays a lot out of the slot. You, but he doesn't primarily there to break no, down. That's the difference between one. There's a difference between X, one, and Y, and Z. All CK is saying is that we don't have an X wide receiver. Someone that lines up on the outside and consistently makes separation. However, it is completely true that even though Adam Thielen is in the slot, he is by far our number one wide receiver. He's and, up number one uh, wide receiver. Uh, right, numbers, but yeah. also, the, yes, because no one else is getting the football consistently. Like both, That's why I said earlier, both of those things are true. Adam Thielen is not some shutdown number one wide receiver, but he is also balling out because right. they're getting okay. him the ball all the time because he's the only dependable wide receiver. But what is not true by any means was Greg's position that Mango is close to anything that Tank Dell's doing. That first juke that's move absolutely that wrong. Made, because here is the wrong based on what the fact that, that he has 50 more yards a game. No, the stats actually is this. The stats, seven exactly. Games. The I just did the math, Greg. Yards a game. No, I just did the math, Greg. Those are better numbers, though, Greg. Those are better numbers. 195 divided by seven. They are better numbers. No, listen, listen. I just numbers. fucking did the math, Greg. I just okay, did the math. math. 195 divided by seven. Both teams have played seven games. Is 28 yards a game. Nico Collins is 50 yards a game. So that's nearly double the yardage. Right now, in fact, if you do, if you so extrapolate 15, that, looking at twenty-three. Sorry, uh, I, no, look, I just did it. I can tell you, 26, 27 yards a game versus forty-nine point eight. It's twenty-six point eight yards. So you, I rounded up for both of them. Right so now, if you extrapolate you, the yardage over seventeen games at their current pace, Jonathan Mingo would have four hundred seventy-six yards. Tank Dell would have eight hundred and fifty. And so, that Tony, is significantly different. So it's significantly Tony, better. Let me ask you, you're talking, you, you just said the difference right there. You're talking about 23 yards a game. Do you well, think over 17 it, weeks, that makes somebody you, a thousand yard receiver. You, do you think that every week, if one receiver catches one 23 yard pass and gains 23 more yards, it makes that much of a difference? Hey, in the way the game hey listen, Hall of Fame careers have been made off of 23 yards per game on average. Have they? Tell me yes. one. Tell me well, one. Greg, if you're going to argue that, and now whoa, whoa, you're saying whoa, whoa, the numbers don't matter. No, CK just gaslighted me. No, CK just gaslighted me. No, I'm expressing. You said quarterbacks have been made in the Hall of Famers. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. How about this? No, I will take this. number 23. I will take one catch, 76 yards. I'll be happy to explain it. If you need me to explain it, I'll be happy to. Uh, so my point being is if you have somebody who's who is a 125 yards in average per game versus 120 100 yards average per game it is that's what i'm talking about okay i didn't say anything about a quarterback i didn't say quarterback at all and i said that i said hall of famer if you're if you're if you're putting that into a quarterback 23 yards it, it makes 23 yards per game. If you yeah, had 23 yards between 125 yards and 100 yards a game is significant. It, Greg, over a 10 year career for 15 years, over 16 games a year. I say over 17 games. Hold on, Greg. Hold on. Greg, you're saying that the stats 
they do matter. Okay, right, right now, even if you want to say, oh, it's only 23 more, it's only this, this more, they're better. They are better you're numbers. Right. They are yeah. they are higher. You know what? They are you know what? You're absolutely right, one, Cody. One more thing. One more thing. The, the second that, best that, wide that receiver play, for Houston is better than the second best wide receiver play for us. That Tank made at the beginning of the game. Significantly. 23 yards better. Two corners out of their shoes. Jonathan Mingo is not making that type of play that Tank Dale did at the start of the game. Everybody's but Tank Dale, if he gets players. hit one big time, that motherfucker going to get yeah, killed. He looked like the mere burn out there. That, so that hasn't what? happened. And it hasn't happened to Bryce either. Everybody said that about okay. Bryce. And Look, Bryce we're going to the next call. Right back up. Greg, we're going to the next call because you can't just say 23 yards. You can say 100% more yards per game. Sure, so about, sure I can. Could, I mean, you're, it's 100% right. more yards per game that he's getting. Wow, he's okay. getting twice as many yards. He take no, out is averaging twice. He doesn't as have many. twice. No, that's a lie. He doesn't have twice as many yards. It's really close. No, it's not. It's tw- fifty no, it's yards not. a game and twenty-seven yards a game. That's, that's pretty. You're looking close. at averages. Look at totals. It's not twice per game. Dude, he's still, he's, better, games. he's still a better player right now. No, they played okay. seven games. You're right. Tango missed the game so too. much. Listen, you guys are right. Tank Dell is so much better a player as a number two wide receiver than Jonathan Mingo, and that is the absolute reason why why T.J. Stroud is better than Bryce Young. It's because Tank Dell is so much better than than Jonathan Mingo. Y'all run with that. Look, you're just telling me that that. math isn't (laughs) true, dude. But 50 divided by two is 25. Bro, you can run those numbers all you want to. Are you telling me oh, that Jonathan Mingo right, is whatever. so much worse now, than Tank Dell? Now the guy who said only stats matters tell me this stat doesn't matter. I'm not telling you stats don't he matter. Does have better they stats. do. I said I said that he has better stats. I'm He's asking you. So how about this? Is if a okay. player has 100 right. yards per right, receiving then. per game and a guy has 50 yards receiving per game, do you go, oh, he's only 50 yards Greg, better? who would you pick no, right now? No. I, say I say he's better in that game. I don't Greg, say he's better overall. I don't say he's a better overall player. That's what I'm saying. Right now, who would you pick? Tandela or Jonathan Mango? No, he's gonna say it. I would, on, I would pick Jonathan Mango. Oh my God. I, I would pick honestly, Jonathan Mango. Oh, I still would honestly, pick Jonathan Mango. Honestly, no, no, listen. He's a better wide receiver. Listen, Tank Dale has four more receptions. Listen, Tank Dale has four more receptions. If you had Jonathan Mingo's average to that receptions and give him four more, he's only like 60 yards past. Tank Dell. Yeah, he's averaging 50% more yards per get. Per get. Yeah, think it's about how crazy uh, he's right. got double right. the yards that Jonathan Mingo so has. Much better. He's got so much double better the yards on just four more catches. Yeah. You're right. Think about He's that. So much better than Bryce Next, Webb. Next, uh, oh. Actually, there's only. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Actually, uh, right, you're wrong about that stat, Tony, but I'll go oh. yeah. Who's yelling at me? I right told y'all, motherfucker. Told you, we ain't trading for no player, and if anything, we'll try be probably trade for picks. We didn't either, and you know what? I'm actually motherfucking happy because Scott Fitter is a lame duck GM. Checker realized the situation and said, "Yo, motherfucker can't make moves. What's the point of having him go out here and make these moves? I don't trust." Let him play out another year of his contract and then send him sailing. Fitter is done, bro. It is what it is. As far as, you know, 
production goes, yeah. Bryce looked good, like I said in the last game. He's looked good ever since. Everyone's talking about CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, but like, yo, Will Levis came out of fucking nowhere with his four TDs. Yo, we got to talk about that, motherfucker. Like, could we have you can't, nine you're, you're not a Panthers fan if you do. Tackle and then traded up for Will Levis? Hell no. I don't really care. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm drunk. That, I had to go to a fucking group therapy for work, and afterwards I <laughs> clocked out and went to the bar. And it was probably about anyway, alcoholism uh, was yeah. pervading the healthcare Let's go win this division. I'll be at the Colts game. I know Bat Daddy is going to be there. I know Supreme Lucy is going to be there. Man, and a group of us. So if you're all down, Cedar Street Tavern. And we'll have a couple beers or whatever. Anybody's going to be there. Cedar Street, Street Tavern. Yourself. Peace. Dan Montero offered me a free ticket. Yeah. I'm trying to save money. And I know it's a free ticket, but it's like, you got to take off work. You got to do this. I have to sleep on Cody's couch. Is it a four maybe. o'clock game too? Yeah, it is. Oh yeah. man! So I probably wouldn't come home that night. So and then I'd have to take off work in the morning and um, try to make money right now. Let's go to the next goal. C3 fan. You fucking guys. <laughs> Us fucking guys. Finally got one, boys. Finally got in the wind column. Feels like fucking forever. Since we had a Tuesday show, we wouldn't have to bitch, moan, complain. <laughs> yeah, we're all still going to bitch, moan, and complain about something, right? Yeah. Hey, at least <laughs> yeah. we got that first W. Hey, Bryce looked all right. Adam Thielen looked all right. Everybody else kind of looked like shit. Defense, all right. Lubu's a fucking animal. That dude's becoming my yeah. favorite player. But there is one fucking guy. Iki Aquanu, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this fucking guy. This fucking guy this disappoints me more than my fucking kids, bro. He's Are you fucking kidding me? I saw this fucking guy trying to block an edge rusher with one fucking arm. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, I saw that have you forgotten how to play football? It's kind of astounding. Like, last year, he, was, he wasn't bad. And, you know, I think Cody might be right. He might be suited for left guard, but we ain't got nobody to put in a tackle position. Like, fuck. We got to figure that out, boys. But hey, enjoy the win. Enjoy the week. They're few and far between being fucking Panther fans. But hey, oh, shit. keep pounding, keep drinking, keep smoking. Fucking do what you got to do. Have a good show, boys. Is uh, is Icky low key a divisive argument like um, Bryce is a little <laughs> just low key in a well, way? Yeah, because, because just like people. people yeah, just like people could say that I have my own preconceived biases. I like Stroud better, so therefore I'll defend Stroud or whatever. But there is like a contingent of Panther fans that had their mind made up that Icky is the left tackle, yeah. and he uh, he's just going through a sophomore slump. Um, uh, you know, now other you got people saying coaching's a problem. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Like, wait a second, what about the coach? Coaching? Same coach Dude, one, coach uh, one, last year, that, one he, former NFL player today, I won't even say the name. He Wilder. was like, he, all right, but he was I saying, think. he was saying that it seems like no one has ever taught Icky proper technique. No one has ever taught him how to properly they play. He said he relied tackle. on his that physical athletic. Nobody said that last the, year when they were saying Camp no, was the it, best it, fucking dude, offensive line coach since Masco. It, it, it's people continuing to make excuses based on their hopes and dreams. 
The man does not have a skill set built to play left tackle. He does not have the feet for it. He never has. And the more that we continue to force feed him to be left tackle, like I feel like you're fitting a square peg into a round hole. You might be hurting his development the more you continue to play him there. I'm a firm believer of that. I I think this is... I think, look, is that we, we're stuck with Icky where he's at right now. Agreed. Um, yeah, there's I don't, no other alternative. Yeah. Um, now, I think that there is an opportunity where he could improve and be uh, a, a viable left tackle in the future. It's possible. But right now, the the way he's playing is not, uh, it's not on that trajectory. Um, and then some people say... Uh, you know, it's whatever it is. Another million fucking excuses of why these things are the way they are. And that isn't his fault. Ultimately, he has not progressed from last year. And a lot of uh, what we could see is this, is that a lot of his physical, it, this was masked a lot last year by the fact that we ran the ball 80% of the time or whatever it was. You know, that's just not going to work. Yeah, and by the way, I've said this it's on our, every play. He's getting. I've said this on our film room multiple times. He has zero recovery techniques. All you have to do is swipe his arm away, and that man's oh, dead on that. That, that man's was... dead on arrival. He has, he has no ability to recover from that. Uh, I think re- it's in re- his head right now. I think he's got the yips. But, and also, I think he's so afraid of either being beaten on a speed rush or getting an inside spin maneuver that it's even causing him to falter at what he is the best at, which is pure strength. Look at Jonathan Grenard just bowl him over like he weighs 200 pounds. I mean, that's that, that's embarrassing, man, and it continues to happen. I mean, every type of technique that you can hit him with, it, he's seemingly not prepared to deal with he needs someone on both sides of him in order for him to play at his best i'm i'm convinced man i've been convinced um you know what is that and and here's the thing is just because you don't work out at left tackle doesn't mean that you're not a good player uh but now you have people that are out there saying he can't you want to put him at guard and he's getting bull rush so it's like what do you want us to do what do you want us to say like is fucking is this is all I know is that Icky is not playing great, and he is no. a first round. He's a top ten pick. Oh, but I guess maybe where you pick, you pick one, pick whatever. Well, it matters to me. It matters to me when you invest that type of that in a player, and they're not playing well. So if they got to move him to guard next year, I think this is that if it's okay, if they want to try a little bit longer next year to see if he can in camp if he can compete in camp now or what if you went and got somebody out there to compete with him what if it was a free agent what if it was something and have a real competition and if he wins the competition then let him go into the game and try to play i just don't think you could walk into the season and say it's icky or bust but but the problem i have with, with that tony is the more you force the competition then that's less time you're giving Icky to be able to acclimate 
to guard if they oh, end up easy. putting him Guard's there. easy to play, man. It's just oh, no, it isn't. Run no, no, forward no, no. It, and watch for stunts. It's di- it's Run different. fucking forward no, and watch for stunts. It's different kinds of techniques. But I think that the the answer at left tackle has been on our roster for three years. I think Brady Christensen is the best left tackle on the team. Uh, I think that he should have been the left tackle ever since his rookie year in the NFL. And now he's going to come back next year off of a bicep injury. We're going to hope that he's going to be healthy. And I don't even know if they're going to put him at left tackle or if they're going to continue to run with what they're doing now. I'm just, I I think that we're doing a disservice to both him, uh, to both Icky and Brady by continuing to fit a square peg into a round hole. It's not working out, and I don't anticipate it working out soon. Next call. I'm only taking these. No more calls after. I mean, I got four left. Carolina Cat Chronicles. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Uh, evening. Hey, I've only called in a couple times. Thank you, guys. uh, I was surprised for you, Tony. Cody about Demir Bird versus <laughs> Shy Smith. I was going to take Shy Smith five seasons to get it 600 yards. He owes you 10 bucks, Tony. I got I that. I, I got know. that marked out. I know. Um, anyway, the writing's on the wall to me, and I kind of just want to get you guys' opinion. I hope you, you uh, have a chance to do what you guys think. Um, we're going to eke out four or five, maybe even six wins this year, Ooh. I think. And win the division. You know, if we do, I just feel like that's there's enough that Tepper is going to say, you know what, well, we got to give we got to give Fitter one more year, get get two full draft cycles underneath him without any input. Um, and I, I mean, it is what it is, but I want to know what's going on. How do we replace like Suleiman and? The, the scouting team, you know, if we're going to try to get some draft picks and trade up so we don't waste them away, you know, and I hear about this brilliance in Suleiman and the, the cap space, but we're paying almost $60 million to three players don't play on our team anymore. How, how are we going to have enough money to get anyone to want to come over here and take the bag if we can't even give them half a bag? So I, I just want to get your, your input on how, how do we navigate next year uh, with Fitter not having to clean house in the front of the room with uh, uh, the, the, the people we have in place now. Great question. You guys keep pounding. Love what you do. Love the show. Thanks. Th- thank you very much. For keep the pounding. Uh, look, I tell you this. Is the Suleiman hype? Demir Burst. Because he's got a fucking cool name. That's it. Yeah. Is that nobody has any real evidence that he is a brilliant genius? Oh, well, and People, then somebody messaged me the other day that wherever he came from, he was pinching pennies over there too. I don't. Yeah, I just this this idea that he is that's just a supposition, a presupposition that people formed because he's got a cool name or whatever reason. There's no real evidence that he is some brilliant cap manipulator. Now, there isn't any real evidence that he's incapable of doing the job either. I'm just saying this is just like crown him if you want to crown him. Right. Whatever that is. But I think this is you know what is I also. I don't like I don't think that this is bad scouting. I think scouts are scouts, right? Is maybe there are some that really can just go out there and find some diamond in the rough. I think 
the scout's job is to evaluate the players in their region, to identify their strengths and the weaknesses, and to make some recommendations about what they think are these players like and how they can contribute. Right. I think it's Fitter's fucking job to look at that scouting, that material in an informed way and make good decisions. So just because the scout says this guy has goods, you heard them. You heard Dan Morgan say this. We had 500,000 fucking write-ups about these players or whatever it was. And it's like this. So what? You got a bunch of paragraphs about players. So fucking what? It's how you take that information and then use it and then move into positions of success. So to me, I don't think this is just, I don't think it's scouting that's the problem. I think it's not being able to use that data. And I, what I would say is this, is that you, maybe they're not as in-depth as we think they are. I don't know. But, like, is this – you don't just rely on a scout. I saw somebody say this. Man, and it was a four-man rush, one of the four-man rush guys, I think. They put up a picture of the scout that was in the region that DJ Johnson came from. And they were like, this is the guy that told us to trade up for him. No, he fucking didn't. The scout doesn't tell you to trade up. The scout just tells you what he thinks about DJ Johnson and his capability. Scott Fitter is the one that trades up. So I just thought that I think Good that's point. like yeah. I think it's like people catching strays. I think that's catching strays. I think Suleiman has just been uh, crowned because he's got a cool fucking name, and I think that uh, the scouts uh, take the heat for bad decisions from Scott Fitter. Let's but go. I to also Ant- want new everyone, new GM, sure. and that's new fine. scouts. That's fine. Like, we've that's had fine. the same scouts for three years. Like it's no, we haven't. Work. I want a new training staff too. They didn't keep the scouting, did they? A they lot of our rule scouts. scouts? Are, a lot of our scouts are the same. And by the way, as a scout, the more that you're able to pound the table for certain players, and then they end up hitting on those players, that's how you get noticed and promoted. So hey. may, I'm not saying that they're <laughs> listening to the scouts. If they were to say move up, but you know, especially some of those senior scouts, I'm sure they do hold there's a no little way. bit of play. There's no I'm way in hell a scout says move up. Right and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not taking, saying let's that. go. Put the call I'm, in. I'm, I'm saying I, I guarantee you, though, that there are scouts, tenured scouts in our organization that do have a lot of sway. Okay. Can I can I put up one thing out there that I don't think anybody in here anybody in here gives credit to is training staff. Oh, like yeah, we, we have, have trainers for these players and we continually have players who are on IR get hurt all the time. Like, yeah. why do we not blame the trainers? Because kind of we just can't blame everybody, dude. Sometimes fucking people. Yeah, get right. right. We can't, but we can. Yeah, point we something. Can. Uh, uh, right. Next all, call. All Next call. I gotta go. We're going. We're hurt. going with these calls. I don't want to hear anymore. All right. What's up, C3? It's Anthony from Charlotte. Happy Halloween to y'all boys. Um, hope y'all are having a good Tuesday as always. Uh, just, um, yeah, exciting past week this was. It really was. It was a good, good for our, good for our fan base, good for you guys, myself, all the fans of the team. We needed a win. Um, but yeah, um, I'm not going to sit up here and say the same stuff over like my last call. I was very excited and rightfully so, man. Um, Bryce Young is my franchise quarterback, and that will not change until further notice. Um, but on to, you know, 
the trade deadline. So I'm going to throw some stuff out there to y'all. Um, see what y'all think. He made okay, this so at 30. The, pa- the fucking trade Even, deadline so Today was crazy. I mean, obviously, oh, okay. you, know, you look around the league, some of the gonna players give us proposed that are going trades. for picks, like, especially the two edge rushers from the commanders, like, I get it. All right. If you don't want to give up draft picks, I understand. And I see the other side to this, though, too. I've been on the side of I don't want to give up draft picks. But the other side of this is, is it's like, are we going to be able, are we going to draft a Chase Young potential player in the third round or a Montez one in the second round? Like, that's something we could have done. But here's where my theory comes in. And I know a couple people in our main, our chat, has thought the same way, especially Kevin, if he's in the chat room. But my theory after, like, reading a bunch of tweets and kind of thinking about it is David Tepper took the keys from Scott Fitter. Now, Joe Person came out and said there were calls made, but nothing serious. So it didn't really even seem like they were trying to get rid of players. I think David Tepper didn't give Scott Fitter the ability to trade player, trade four players because Scott Fitter's probably like 80% out the door. David Tepper probably is like, okay, you know, if we still don't finish the season strong. David Tepper probably sees like the offensive line struggling. The receivers aren't good. He was fed all that bullshit by Scott Fitter. He's probably thinking, well, I want my next general manager to have enough draft picks to be able to put some talent on this team. I don't want to trade it away. And I agree with that to a certain point because it's like we're one in six. As much as we can make the playoffs, we aren't going to win the Super Bowl. Like we're not in that position to make a move. I'll call real, back real quick. I'm about to get cut off for my. All right. Uh, look, uh, CK, after his call right here, shout out the big gift we got. All right. Uh, let's see. Here you go. I'm going to go get the so, C3, so back to my point. So, yeah, we're one in six. Like, we could obviously still make the playoffs. We're not mathematically eliminated. I mean, really, like, at this point last season, we were two and six. We just hadn't had our bye week yet. So, like, we're really not that far off from being in the same position. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think that David Tepper pulled the keys from Scott Fitter. He doesn't want him making another dumbass move. Now, however, this is where – you know, a lot of fans are going to – I I see their side too, right? Because if Scott Fitter is here, the trade deadline's come and gone, and you could have potentially gone out and got a receiver today, like a Jerry Judy or a Sutton. You could have called a team like that. Personally, I thought we were potentially going to make a move for Jamison Williams from Detroit because they yes. traded for Donovan Peoples-Jones, which I thought so too. made me look at it like, huh, well, he's kind of like the same type of player that – Jamison Williams is like he's kind of the take the top off the defense guy. That's kind of weird to me. Maybe some other team is calling about him, and then I paired it together. Like, oh, maybe we're willing to trade fourth or third round pick for Jamison Williams and pair him with Bryce. So I can see why people are going to be upset if we could have upgraded this team and surrounded our quarterback with more talent. Because who doesn't want more talent for a rookie quarterback? Like. I like Susan, I I like Mingo, but outside of that, no one. So, no, there's really no one that, that, and we don't have a true number one either. I think Bryce has just been trying to, like, force-feed the ball to Thielen because he trusts him a lot, which is good. But Thielen would serve as a wide receiver or two better anyways. Anyways, 
the point is, is that like, if that's the case, right, you didn't want to upgrade your team. Scott Bitter comes back though, and that looks really bad because then it's like, okay, we don't trust, we don't really, we can't trust Scott Bitter to make draft picks. We just can't. He doesn't have a proven track record. He hasn't shown anything to us yet. So that's my only point as to like why fans would be upset that, okay, you didn't make a move at the trade deadline because you wanted to save the capital for the next general manager. Then it's like if you do that and Scott Fitter is still back, then we have even less faith. Because I think it's pretty evident to everyone. And I was on this month ago during last offseason in March for the free agent signings we made in February. I wasn't liking them. I, I didn't think they were enough for, to support a rookie quarterback. And then after we gave up DJ. But, yeah, that's my thought on it. A great team win for us. We got the Colts this week. We're going to kick some ass. Love the direction this team is going in now. Thomas Brown looked great in his first game calling plays. Bryce Young is on the rise, baby. Anthony from Charlotte, eat mother. All right, CK, shout out the people. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a brand new gifter. Will Horsley decided he's going to give 10 of the C3 Superfan memberships. I want to say thank you so much for your generosity and welcome all 10 of you to the potential of winning a Mingo jersey with our Mingo Bingo yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> Mingo Bingo. All right, next call. Situation. What's going on, family? D, I'm from North Carolina. What up, D? I'm still off for the win last week. Happy to get to be back in the fold with you guys just like on any other day. I at work on a Tuesday. Happy to see Cody, Tony, and all the guys. Panther Nation. I think this week we're going to get that second win. I mean, it ain't like the Colts are great. They're all right. Gardner Minshew can be a problem if we don't get pressure and so forth. But I think this is a game that is winnable. I also feel like it's a game that us running the ball, we can't have some success. I haven't success. I haven't seen Indianapolis run the ball very well this year, even though now they do have Jonathan Taylor. I still feel like the way our guys attack the run against the Texans is promising. And if you get Gordon Minshew without a running game, he can kind of be helpless. All right. But what I really want to say, fair point, Cody, Tony. The whole C3 family, I've had a, an incredibly rough year. We've lost a lot of people, a lot of situations, life was life in. And there was a time that I didn't feel like I had no value or no worth enough for anybody. And just talking to you, talking with you guys and enjoying our Panthers has really been great for my mental health my overall well-being, my overall demeanor. And I want to thank y'all from the bottom of my heart. That's why I always make the issue to say I love this C3 family and I love y'all. And I just want y'all to keep pounding. I know I'll be having long calls and so forth and y'all are patient with me. I just want to thank you because it's not always about football. It's about family and community. And I really feel like I've, I found the family. And I just want to thank y'all. does this to me. Keep pounding. Keep pounding, dude. Y'all have a good Every night. Every week. Dude, you're incredible, man. One love. Oh, yeah, keep pounding. 
Hell make yeah. me feel with work. Man, I got goosebumps again. This is like the third time this guy is giving me goosebumps. Dude, we're so happy that you're with us, brother. We're so happy that you're still around and enjoying the Panthers with C3 Nation, bro. We love you, man. We thank you for the wonderful calls that you give to us every single Tuesday. Absolutely. Hey, man, we're, we're, we're so happy that we get to add to y'all's life. We fight every Tuesday and Friday, but at the end of the day, when we hear calls like that, man, that's what makes it hit home for us that what we do is actually worth the time that we give to this. So, dude, thank yeah. you, man. I also all the wonderful people in the chat, man. We couldn't do this without y'all. Uh, it has been very special to me. There is no way, and that's why I guess somebody said earlier about the money. I was like, dude, if we, if I ever would have done this for the money, I would have quit a long it's time. For the fans, <laughs> yeah. baby, uh, yeah. it's for, for the fans. but you know what? It's trust me, me, we ain't getting rich. Yeah, for me, it's for me, man. And I'll give you two points. And uh, and this is is somebody who needs to go right now. I still have something to say. And that is, there's a couple examples. I always say this. this is like sometimes look, I've been going through different seasons with my marriage at times. Like, you know, and this is like my friends right here. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, this is so like, I always tell people this because I love my job. At, like, I love teaching. I'm good in the classroom. Good with helping kids become better writers and thinkers. Uh, and people are like, oh, it's like this. I was like, oh, it must be so. It's like, that's the easiest fucking part of my life is work podcast mm -hmm. this podcast is like the easiest part of my life too like it's like this and last week i lost or maybe yeah i think it was last week or the week before now it's just blurring together lost a good friend of mine like that day and ck ck said a real nice thing to me he said man take your time and get your mentals right i was like this is me hanging out with you fellas hanging out with you callers is me getting my mentals right so look, is that that meant a lot to me? That meant that call meant a lot to me, and I feel like every week he makes it is making a call that just trumps the last one. Dude, he's the man, man. Yeah, I, I, I I love I love when fans interact with us and and tell us what what the show means. I think it, it makes it more worth it for us. Yeah, you know? I think that that shows that it's authentic. Yeah, I think people understand yeah. we're authentic, like we're not doing this for. The wrong like is I think the fact that we get a call like that shows that people recognize that we're up here for community more so than listen to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And you know what, man? Listen, I can't speak for other podcasts. I know one of the things that we champion is making everybody feel like they're a part of the podcast. Right. Yeah. With the, with, look, when we do the cat calls. We want you to hear your voice. On Fridays, you're allowed to come on the show and you can talk to us directly, man. C3 is for the fans, by the fans. You are C3. And y'all are why we're here, man. And for these Carolina Panthers and for us to love this team and cry over this team together. All right, last call. And then I'm icing people up or one person. Yeah, what's up? What's up, C3 fam? Um, I'm listening to Greg, and <laughs> I would still, I would still, man, I would still take Mingo. I Me wouldn't too. take Tank Dell. I would still too. take okay, Mingo. So not wrong. He's way better yeah. than Nico Collins, and Nico oh, Collins been in the league for like at least four years. He Thank you. We have better weapons. It's just the um. This is. I mean, I know I, I said I don't really like. Uh, I'm not alone on this. A trade player, 
but sometimes you need traits, bro. In this league, this is a this is a traits league. So this is a traits league, and he did produce in college. Mingo did, so I would still take him. And I like him liking the content tonight, man. You guys are, you know, you guys are fired up tonight, ain't so? <laughs> Supposed to be Happy Halloween. We set a hard eleven Look. o'clock deadline for tonight's show, and of course, no, no way. Of course, it doesn't. Um, Look, all right, can, I, can I tell you, like, oh, Craig, I, gotta go. I want everybody to think about like history. Oh yeah, oh, when you God, think about yeah. future, let's like, fucking like, think, think about that right now. Think about that. Hold on, real quick. Like throughout <laughs> history, at some point in time, ninety nine percent of scientists thought the flat, the Earth was flat. At some point in time. 99% of thought scientists thought that leaching blood was the best way to get rid of disease. Okay. Everybody stop for a minute and don't, don't look at the 97, 98% of people who think this is the way look at the 2% and think that out is all, all right, I'm saying. We got it. Okay, because throughout great. history, that's worked well for us. So, so okay. uh, re- uh, remember the other day when Kev said he was at the stadium yeah. And somebody held up a sign with Bryce and it said hope. <laughs> but before they could switch the camera, they put up the nope. Uh, yes, <laughs> got it. Who got this for yeah. us? Yeah. Right. Uh, Kev this got this from, for us. No, this is from uh, yeah, he sent it to That's me. Great. Nice. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Kev. This is from uh Panthers Boyqua, I think. Wonderful. Wonderful. I wow. almost would get with a big cooler if it was oh the same sign and you like ripped it when you like you could pull away. Yeah, we could pull the, the... <laughs> and then it went from the Bryce like uh pulling the mask off in Scooby Doo. All right. Or you just, just pull it down and it changes from Bryce's face to Scott and the yeah, and then the end comes end. down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would I think would be mm. but hey, well done, people. Well fucking done. All right, uh, that's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com. Every Tuesday night, we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions. We got one last segment. Do the ice up picks, right? And I'm going to do do my ice up pick. I'm going to split, guys. All right, and you guys can close it out. All right. Can you do that? Yeah, that cool? got you. Do your right. thing. Do it. All right, uh, my ice up pick is very simple. It's very Halloween-ish. <sighs> I think this is – I don't want to speculate – of why the hell this went down the way it went because it's going to cause some crazy debate. Like, what, all right. what happened? Admiral Middle School costume winners. Wait, I gotta turn. Oh, is this another blackface or something crazy? No, no. Oh. The guy in the middle gets first place, the girl in the left gets second place. The guy that fucking cut himself. Oh, in he half. got robbed. Oh, he got robbed. Wow. Yeah. So I'll Telling let you draw your own conclusion. That. This fucking <laughs> dude, this poor kid, got third place because of one kid who got a wig on and 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 hunched over, acting like he's old. He wearing some fucking beds, some bath slippers. This lady looked like. She fucking went. What's her from Adams family? Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. She ain't even a great Wednesday. She nah. ain't even a fucking great Wednesday. But she's not this bad. Kid, she's better than that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This kid cut himself in half. <laughs> yeah, that that's uh, 
Yeah. This ice kid up. got fucking robbed, dude. That's my ice up. Ice up. That costume is fucking amazing. Yeah. I don't even good. know how he did it, to be honest. I still no, don't no. know how he got that pulled it off. That's yeah. pretty well. Well, yeah, I, I see those costumes online. They're they're definitely uh I, I just saw another one. I should have saved it too. It would have matched perfectly with that. All right. But uh yeah, Tony. I bid you guys. I see you guys later. I gotta go run some errands. All right, later, all right. Peace and love, Tony. Done. Oh, wrong one. Oh shit. There we go. Uh, all right, hang on. Oh, wrong one again. I know. There you go. I'll figure this shit out. So, uh, as I've told you all before, Ice Up has become uh, an, an excuse for I say us, but really me uh, to almost um, like always show someone halfway dying. But uh, if you notice, I have a trend. Um, I like to show people uh, eating shit on the freeway or driving fast as fuck uh, on a motorcycle. So let's mm. do that. Oh, God, no. He's going so fast. This doesn't he end is. well. Yeah, he is. Oh, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Oh, oh no. Oh, you're eating that the whole way. Oh. Oh, yes. You ate that the whole way. Oh, she's so hurt. No, yes, she is. Are you kidding me? That is road rash like hell. Dude, did you see her, her leg? Yeah. Oh, she's done, dude. Oh, watch the leg. Hold on, watch the leg. No! Oh, I don't want to see it. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? No, we're not kidding you. What helps you go 120 miles an hour? What are you on the freeway. Look at her leg. Yeah. She slid on the ground on her oh leg. My God, oh, yeah, she's dude. done, dude. Oh. Look, have y'all ever seen <laughs> um, Cocaine Bear? <laughs> yes. No, not yet. <laughs> okay. Watch Cocaine Bear. And then talk to me about road rash. That's all I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> like the end of that movie is crazy. So, um, uh, to that woman, she literally needs to ice up because <laughs> she's uh, not feeling great. Yeah, that's uh, terrible. All right, boys, what do you have? Anything at all? Anything for ice up? Or do I need to ice y'all up for not having ice? Ice me up, man, because I don't have anything. Like I could think of some things political. <laughs> I could always pull some stuff yeah, up, but it's just not worth it. Yeah, like mm. it's not. No. I mean, let's let. Can we do a collective ice up to Michigan State? Michigan. Oh yeah, sure. they're uh, spying sure. on people with their yeah. sunglasses. Guy. Wild, dude. Dude, I don't even know the full story, so I don't like want to like comment on it. But dude, what is it with teams from Michigan cheating and shit? Like now that now it's Michigan. Isn't Tom Brady go to Michigan. Damn, bro, you Just might saying. be on something. Just you saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of the C3 Panthers podcast. My name is Cody Lashley. You just saw the professor. Um, I'm here with my guys, CK and the Bat Daddy. That brings us to an end to the show. Uh, listen, man, be here Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, for another edition of the Friday Free For All. That's the show for Panther fans. Bye, Panther fans. Um, you can be a part of the show, join via StreamYard, and uh, every Sunday after the game, C3 post game show where we react uh, to all the 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 recent 
happenings with Panther football, man. We do it right after the game, 30 minutes after every single one of them. Find me on Twitter, making people mad, at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. Bat Daddy, how can they find you, man? At the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter is my handle. I check it maybe once a week, so it's really not, like, I just don't get on Twitter much anymore. It's it's made my life a whole lot better. Yeah. Well, I might come back soon. I, I posted a tweet this week or the other day, and it's kind of got a little bit of little bit of tread, so we'll see what happens. Um, but beyond that, uh, Geeks Chasing Squirrels Across the Multiverse, 9 p.m. Uh, Friday nights, uh, Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. We were going to start last week. We had a frag. Things might come up this week. We're going to get going again. Don't worry. So if you like movies, television shows, comic books, books, anything like that, hit us up. We'll talk about that, and we'll have a good time. Heck, yes. Okay, tell them where they can find you. I mean, on the interwebs at X is my primary location of uh, of doing social media business, um, and uh, that's at Codizzle Allen, if you want to uh, check me out there. Um, and, uh, of course, here on Tuesday nights and Sunday. So uh, this is going to be good. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's another edition of the C3 Panthers podcast. Until next time, keep pounding.